0: This is no sold, episode fifty nine. We're back at it, East West connection here. How you guys feeling? It's been a little while. We took a little, uh, one more summer break. How you feeling on the west side, Frank? Feeling good.
1: Trying to survive this heat. Doing all right though. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Duke? East side treating you good?
2: Is it super hot there, Frank?
1: Not the last few days, but it's been brutal. It's going to be brutal the next few days too. So. Mm-hmm. Gotta watch those, that.
0: those winds,
1: those Santa Ana
0: winds, mm. start those wildfires.
2: I feel like one million
0: dollars, John. How are you? I'm feeling great. I'm ready to ready ready to, I'm talk ready about to do some it. Old school. Yeah, let's rock. We got think? old. We got old school <laughs> uh, on our mind right now because so this is Frank's, you know, big idea here for the big event, WWF big event from 1986. <clears throat> kind of came to light because we were uh, shooting the breeze about this all in extravaganza coming up yeah. which is uh gonna break some records all from, of them some assembly. Assembly. <laughs> so you got a packed the house con, there the
2: con family going broke man from yeah. buying all those, all all
0: those tickets I'm telling you man <laughs> i started that when that comes out
2: there's a whole ass group of people that
0: agree with you dude yeah
2: is that a real is that a real
1: yeah that's yeah, yeah, a yeah. real thing Very for weird. sure bunch of
0: i never heard yeah, of... yeah. I might have started it. We're <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, here.
2: you know, we put things out there and they come to fruition. It don't
0: make sense to me because you're selling four thousand for dynamite, but you sell eighty thousand for this
1: event. It's there's zero shows there ever. Yeah. It's like they sold they sold almost fourteen thousand at the forum, their first show there too. You know what I mean? And it's sort of like that's not even. It's like dynamite. a special
2: attraction, you know. Yeah, exactly. Just like we saw with WWE recently, like in puerto rico and then Mm -hmm. in england like the
1: the, they're starved over there yeah yeah Yeah. there's the wrestling starved that's
0: that's gotta be it you know or or we'll find out later what's going on but we did we did uh we did start to talk about big stadium shows and whatnot and i was thinking about um obviously you go back in history there's been a lot of shows we were talking about some that would try to hold events in these big stadiums and not sell very well at Mm
1: -hmm. all Mm-hmm. But Triple um, A yeah. uh, just recently did that with uh, Triple Mania. They were in a big old baseball stadium in Tijuana, mm-hmm. and it's brutal. The setup was brutal. There's, it was half full at best. You know, it's like it's hard to do. There was the collision in Korea, which yeah. to two day technically
0: will tell you they broke <laughs> yeah. every record ever in any sporting <laughs> yeah. event. Three hundred fifty thousand, they claim yeah. <laughs> That was wcw way back in 95 but this was um 1986 which we're going to be talking about the big event wwf which it did draw very well and we were going to just go into a lot of these stadium shows eventually but for this one since we're going into all in eventually sooner than later how how far away are we frank two weeks away
1: two weeks less than two weeks i guess two weeks By the time away. this comes out yeah it'll be like uh, just over a week away
0: right so for those who haven't checked out talk elite Frank and I get into a lot of AEW talk we'll probably get into way more of that obviously coming in with all in and all out but Duke you haven't joined us on there I want to ask you are you all in are you sold on all in I mean sure
2: I'm not I don't really dig AEW right now honestly like I want to like it I want them to be successful I'm happy if this is truly like if they're really drawing these numbers that they are, but like Adam Cole versus MJF does nothing for me. Absolutely zero. And this is the thing, man, like I'm the old guy now. Mm -hmm. I don't get it anymore Mm -hmm. because I was talking to my buddy on Sunday, who's also an old school wrestling fan. And we were talking briefly, you guys know I'm Teddy and we, (laughs) you know, um, we were talking about this MJF, Adam Cole thing. And, uh, I said, yeah, but for like all the people that don't like it, I said in, in 10 minutes, these guys are going to walk through cause they're younger guys that we play Dungeons and Dragons with. And they're mm-hmm. also wrestling fans. And I said, they're going to sit down and they're going to tell you, this is the greatest shit they've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And the first thing the dude Adam said was the MJF Adam Cole stuff has been incredible. And I was mm-hmm. like, there it is, but is he, he only like
0: adam cole because his name's adam is it just a favoritism a <laughs> yeah. because of his name i think
2: he likes him because he's about as skinny as adam cole
0: oh <laughs> damn he can yeah. identify with the everyday man yeah Relatable.
2: but no i mean it is what it is dude. what about like, the
0: build of that match even though we're not super fans of those guys i mean mjf you know i'm back and forth but what about the build it's like kind of like a friendly rivalry type of shtick
2: it, it's hard to say because I, I thought he was dude. the devil and then he's a good that's guy the
1: thing. he still is and old, he's the but he's just happy
2: He's a happy-go-lucky Happy fellow. Devil. Like, Happy devil. I mean, <laughs> listen, man. Everybody that enjoys it, more power to you. I'm, I'm not here to yuck your yum. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not for me. I'm excited for FTR and the Young Bucks.
1: That's your main I think, event. I
2: think. I think that um,
1: I, it should. I believe they so.
2: actually just announced that uh, MJF and Adam Cole are now like on the pre-show as well.
3: Yeah. Facing Aussie
2: Open, which mm-hmm. I think is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a complete waste of CM Punk to have him with Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. A complete waste. So Shame like up. it is what it is. But like it'll, I'm sure it'll be fun because it's going to be a huge stadium packed. You know what I mean? And like they're always fun. Their crowds always make it good. It's just for me like AW hasn't been good for me lately. I like Collision better, but like overall, like I probably like twenty percent of what I'm seeing.
0: Yeah, the summer uh, has done the same mm. thing for me a little bit with AEW. But, Frank, the spectacle, the visual, the optics of the stadium could be enough to carry us through. If you're not a huge fan of the card, you might be a fan. Yeah, of it. it always how is, right? Family?
1: Like, it always is. That's just how it goes with these awesome crowds, you know, which is this is surely going to be an awesome crowd. Like, that Puerto Rico show it was a house show, right? Like a SmackDown, but it was awesome. Yep. awesome. You know what I mean? Clash at the Castle had a couple good matches overall. You know, mostly forgettable, but it was awesome. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's sort of like it doesn't matter. I was actually engaged in Twitter, like you know, conversation with somebody about what's like, Twitter. Yeah, exactly. X. My bad. Okay, I, I, yeah. was, I was
2: Xing, and you were up. you were you were posting. You weren't tweeting. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's I was get posting. Right.
1: I was Xing. Anyway, but like I was talking, and, and like I was sort of like it's just X-ing. I was like it's going to be the best because like SummerSlam '92 even not a great card, but they had that awesome main event. They had a couple moments, right? Like a couple great moments. So it's sort of like, I was like, this is probably going to be like the best show in Wembley, the best wrestling show of of the UK for in a while, maybe. Depending on your preference of wrestling. On your preference. But like, I'm just like for an AEW crowd, which this Mm. is what this is going to be, right? Like those new Japan shows, like that first Forbidden Door, for example, on paper, I was like, I'm not very excited about this at all. And then people watch them and we're like, it's one of the greatest wrestling shows I've ever seen. You know what the I mean? Be so great. Like, yeah. It's like some people were saying. Browns. So, like, this is going to, I feel like, going to have a similar effect where people are going to love. I think the matches will be good. I think Adam Cole and MJF will be a good match. I just don't care for the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see that. Or, and Joe and Punk. I, I think that's going to be probably a great match, you know? And it's cool. Do you? Yeah. See, I, don't, I just I don't see that. But man. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be pretty, really good. And, like, I just don't. I don't want to, I just saw it pretty recent. You know what I mean? And like that felt like the moment, you know what I mean? So like, I don't want to see that necessarily again. So like, I could see the disappointment in so far where the card is. I just feel like something has to come to a head. These guys are having a tag team match on the pre-show and then their main eventing. Like, it just doesn't feel like the biggest show. I feel like
2: that won't even happen or something. Somehow. Something has to blow up before that. You can't like, what if God forbid MJF blows his knee out?
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they
2: can't, they can't take that risk
0: like it yeah, doesn't yeah.
2: it doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Well, WrestleMania. Um, well, I'm sorry, uh, the big event, which we're going to be talking about, that was a sixty one thousand, you know, sixty one thousand four hundred and seventy to be exact That's
2: crazy. dude.
0: Hacked the house for this big event. Now, I thought that AEW's all in would be their WrestleMania, their new WrestleMania. That was my thinking or whatever. This could turn out to be more like a glorified big event, meaning like it's just a big show, maybe one one and done. I don't know if All In will be their annual thing where they travel the world and do different stadium shows every year, because I'm sure I will see what the success of it. But um the card, like you could say that about SummerSlam 92, like some of the matches weren't the best. But like the card was delivered with like Warrior versus Savage was on the marquee. Yeah, that's you know, a big one. That's a big one. You know what I mean? Brett, Brett versus Bulldog for the IC title. That's a big one for the, the England fans, at least. I think the way this card's been presented for All In doesn't scream WrestleMania build to me. But I don't know if they're doing the best in their mind with what they have because you don't have a Danielson right
1: now. He's in sure, like I hear what you're saying, it doesn't scream WrestleMania, Bill, but it's not WrestleMania. You know what I mean? And it's like they and we don't. Even that's know why I was wondering. It. Yeah, it was. we don't even know if they'll do it again, like mm-hmm. you said. So it's sort of like you know, they have a WrestleMania build for a show that you may never do again. doesn't make sense when they have their big pay-per-view in Chicago the week after I understand there's all, you would say that's bigger. All out is a bigger show. I wouldn't say it's bigger. I say it's bigger historically if they never do it again. Right. Would the big event be bigger than WrestleMania if they did it every year and they got 70,000 people every year since 1986, maybe it would have been, you know, but Mm -hmm. very, you know, they, their bread is buttered with SummerSlam and WrestleMania and Mm -hmm. eventually the Rumble and all that Survivor Series. So like, You know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I like I agree with you guys though. Like, I'm not like as crazy pumped for the card as like I would hope to be for such a huge show. But I bet you by the time the card is finalized, and then we're watching the matches and the crowd's so hot, that event when we're done with it, we're gonna be like, Man, what a fucking event. You know what I mean? And like, and then the next week they have another pay-per-view. So it's like, it's it's interesting. It's just, it's interesting to navigate. It's weird scheduling because, mm-hmm. you know, you put yourself in a hole with another big event right after that you have to care about because you do these every year for sure. You know what I mean? And they've been big ones for you. So I don't know. It's weird. It is weird. We're
0: going to get more into it as we get closer. Um, next week, we'll do an all-in, you know, pretty much a full preview because by then it will be one week away. So we'll do an all-in preview. We'll get more into AEW. This was uh, sort of topical in our heads to talk about the big event. Though we like going in old school, we like going back in time. When we first started the show, we we started with the Big Bang episode number one, way way back a year ago. So we figured after our one year anniversary, we'll get into something else, maybe even bigger—the big event. We're going to talk about it. Was it? We're, we're going to get the, the the. I hope people in the comments will let us know if you could see this being like the wrestlemania if they never came out with the name wrestlemania because the big event like doesn't doesn't work for me it's the a, name a, of the, the show. name
1: is brutal yeah brutal right event. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah for all the creative uh, genius that was you know vince and patterson all those guys in the 80s this one the big event title didn't work for Dude, me
1: like they did uh it was the big event and but and it was like huge amount of people. But when you see this card and you watch how it plays out, it's like they're they're there for one person. You know what I mean? And it's sort of oh, yeah. like the, the rest of that show was kind of just whatever. Yeah. They didn't even have other huge names on the show. Really? Like Mach is absent. I think he's Icy Champ at this point. The, the, the Bulldogs are absent. They're tag champs at this point. But, mm-hmm. you know, still still interesting. Yeah. No Piper,
0: you yeah. know, which is interesting. But we're going to get into the card, the big event. Way way back in 1986 from Toronto, Ontario, August 28th 1986 to be exact, our man Zern's birthday.
2: Mm. Oh yeah, also my mom's.
1: That's okay. right. There we go.
2: That's why Frank, by the way, just had a birthday. Thank Happy you, birthday, you. Frank. Thank
1: you, thank you. Appreciate
2: it. Um, I'll never forget Mike's birthday because I always joked with him about that because I was like, I can't forget August 28th You know.
0: Well, uh, everybody all...
2: else, I need a reminder.
0: All in is the tw- 29th, Frank, or the 27th?
1: One of those? 20, I will tell you right now. It is on the... It's in my phone, so I don't make other plans. 27th. Sunday. 27th. All right. We need I'll to a, watch uh, it. I uh, got to watch at 9 a.m. That's when the pre-show starts. Oh,
3: right?
0: goodness. What time does it air? Uh, noon? 1 here. Yeah, 1 oh, really? Eastern. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we need to get together. Uh, noon, pre-show. birthday party, all in party. <laughs> Fly you <Yeah>. in, Frank.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So August twenty eighth, oh. eighty six, Toronto Exhibition Stadium, which I believe was CNE Stadium as well. You had, I think this was until the late eighties, and then it demol- They demolished this this sun bitch. Uh, actually, nineteen ninety six, they they oh. shut her down. But I'm trying to figure out what was actually played there. You, obviously, way back when you had football, but. No NFL teams were in Toronto in the 80s. I guess just it was
2: uh Well, it might have been a CFL, like Toronto Argonauts or something.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. It was, it was CFL, the Argonauts, and then they reconfigured it for baseball for the Blue Jays. But CNE Stadium, the big event, like we said, 61,470. They tagged this as the biggest event of all time. Yeah. And that's just the promotional. Machine of the ww never never been afraid to tell you something's going to be gigantic, even if they didn't like think yep. they would deliver on um, quality wise. Mm-hmm. They they don't yeah. care about promising big and maybe I mean not for nothing. That 1986, sixty one thousand people. That's that's, a that's big crazy. Deal.
2: Yeah, that's a big deal.
0: And they did say that this was their plan to pack the most people ever, and for a sporting event, let alone wrestling. But the we started the show with Mean Gene sort of uh we get some helicopter footage over toronto with Mean and gene's voiceover yeah. as he hypes up this big event and uh i don't know frank like the the marketing and just like the way you start shows nowadays are usually with like a video package a fancy video package maybe even like a music video or whatever but this is cold open we'll call it like helicopter footage mean gene promising mm-hmm. some groundbreaking stuff here but the spectacle is what we're going to see mm-hmm. and off the bat, like you're you're curious, right? Because you probably hadn't watched this in a while, if you've seen it at all. Like, are you curious no, what your are about? I to never say? watched it.
1: I hadn't watched the previous now. Yeah, I was uh, I was interested because I thought, and Duke also was texting me, hyping it up. So. <laughs> I thought I was going to like, Oh, was like, I was, I was super excited to see what was going to happen here. And also like, it's like a weird time. Cause just like looking at the car, like I looked at the car, just like, what am I even getting into? And I was like, Whoa, a bunch of dudes that I don't think about when I think of Vince McMahon's WVF, you mm-hmm. know, and like, not really at all, you know? So it's like, it was interesting just to watch. And then you go, Oh, okay. I see why for some of them, <laughs> you know, but.
2: Mm-hmm. I wonder too, if it was like, was it like a travel thing or like, I mean, was it, like, guys that were Canadian and, like... Because if you notice, some of the guys featured in the matches are Canadian. Yeah. uh, That probably wouldn't have been on the card otherwise. Like, if you think about it, like... That could be. All all due respect, to you know, Canada's greatest athlete, Iron Mike Sharp. But, like, Mm -hmm. him to be featured in a match is, like, interesting on, like, the, you know, the big event. In a
0: longer match than most
2: guys,
3: too, technically, on the show.
2: Which is interesting also before we get too into it i do want to give a shout out to one of our loyal listeners santino <laughs> you're going to hold me accountable yes I'm very much watching my mouth for that reason so what's up santino hope you're enjoying the show
0: he likes to do this he's he's been brainwashed oh by he's the, the one yeah he's the one <laughs> <laughs> What? Well, well, who am i to say otherwise right <laughs> yep, yep. love yep. loves his roman shout Teds out it's like winners, man right they do it's funny. it's funny you mentioned that frank about this card um featuring guys you hadn't probably watched before or expected to see and one we'll get to in the third match i'm definitely curious to hear your thoughts on the big man the big mm. jacked up big boy uh well we won't we won't jump too ahead he's my height by the way
1: anyway
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
1: Right. He can probably be more man.
2: than
1: you though. Yeah, no, 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 no doubt. The he's wide a big, man.
2: He's a big thick boy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um so if you guys were watching the show leading into this event, perhaps you're watching it after the show because I don't know if we announced the big event, maybe we did. Can't think back that far, but had you watched it, you could have been playing a drinking game cuz Gorilla monsoon every time, every 5 minutes, it's a happening comes out of his mouth. This was like a great game if you were uh trying to throw some back because Gorilla's hyping this up. He's doing a great job as usual. I'm trying. selling the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's always been good at that stuff.
2: We would have had a good drinking game for listeners if we every time they heard the word big so far. Because <laughs> we've said that quite a bit. So if you're looking to play a drinking game while you're listening, big yeah. seems to be the word of the day.
0: All right. So the word tonight big shot every time
2: there it is you said it once right there yes a big shot too not like a little one you know, right
0: like a, big shot size. for the big event yeah here we go we we kicked things off frank with the killer bees and the funks mm-hmm. but not the funks <laughs> you would expect right as yeah. a funk fan a terry funk fan you were probably expecting good old terry
1: i was hoping yeah and then I, we got jimmy jack instead <laughs> which is like
2: who's oh. he's actually on the run at this point too he's got the mask on
3: yeah and there's Zora, a Zora, yeah, Zora mask
2: there's a bounty there's a bounty out for him now do you did you do the research was funk gone tarry funk yeah,
1: yeah he it was gone already okay, okay.
2: yeah yeah it was
1: Damn,
2: <laughs> dude it's crazy because like he was there for i feel like you a know like a minute. cup of coffee yeah like mm-hmm. and then he's gone like it's crazy
0: word on the street is uh he didn't like the schedule on the east side so much being a texas guy and um he just told pritchard like one day that he was going home to his family mm. to the you know to the uh double cross ranch mm-hmm. back there and and he was done with uh the east side so i don't think Crazy. he loved the wwf at the time he was, yeah uh, but uh he left behind jimmy jack <laughs> And Dory Junior, who was here as Haas Funk, yes, which is, you know, God, with the name mm. changes in wrestling, <laughs> people like they lose their minds nowadays with the internet. But imagine like calling a legend like Dory Funk Haas. Haas. Yep. Yeah. You it's know,
2: I really, really dislike that Haas like moniker.
3: Mm-hmm. Do you
2: remember like Jim
0: Ross using that
3: mm-hmm. all
2: the
0: time? dude like who did he try time. to get that over with was it just any big man
2: look at this big hoss John, Brad, bradshaw layfield he's, yeah, yeah he's yeah. gonna cause some trouble you know i remember him <laughs> saying that it's like shut up, dude
0: well you're not a southern boy you're not a
2: i'm not no i've been called vincent you're,
0: you're a yankee yeah. several
2: occasions
0: <laughs> yeah i so try appreciate man Listen, i like monitor. the
2: i like the hard lease <laughs>
0: So yeah, this was left with um Jimmy Jack and Haas Funk versus the killer bees and Dory Jr., I feel like part of the the storied funk family. It's it's weird when you think about this family and you like look at the lineage and how respected they are. And then neither one of them had particularly great runs in the WWF, which mm-hmm. is not, not always, you know, a criteria, but they're live you know, they're both living, thank God. They're living legends still. Yeah. Terry up there, but yeah, what do you think about the uh, the Bees, though, Frank? I'm curious, both of you guys, because Babyface is switching masks yeah, to yeah. get the upper hand. What do you think <laughs> about that?
1: Yeah, so that was annoying. Listen, I like the Killer Bees, actually. I think they're good. Um, so, like, I, I, I didn't hate this matchup, actually. Like, I kind of had fun with this match, even if, you know, um, Jimmy Jack is pretty brutal in there. You know, it's cool to see Dory. And then, like, I thought that I always – I, I like the Killer Bees. Whenever I see the Killer Bees, like, I kind of pay attention. Um, but yeah, that the end of the match, they put the mask on, they switch up, they fool the referee. It's like super, and the crowd loves it. They for whatever reason they accept it. And this, I don't know, just a weird ending. It was just like babyface guys just sort of cheating to yeah. steal a win, or whatever. But yeah. you know, it is what it is. Yeah, that was that always happens. a weird thing with
0: the killer bees being that babyface. happened a lot too mm-hmm. with them. It was constant, yeah they, you'll see them do that pretty often when you go back and watch their stuff, but they did a lot of really good double team stuff, honestly, and they were technically sound mm-hmm. I think um I think Jim Jim Brunzel was probably a little bit better if I had to nip yeah I
3: agree, yeah,
0: but um, just their technical ability, whether you know crisp stuff when you see them snapping arm drags or drop downs mm-hmm. and leap frogs and all that good stuff, very much athletically gifted and probably could work today without a problem yeah. at all you know they would translate so anyone that goes back and watch this event you're going to see some guys that you look at and you're probably like this is stuck in the past there's no way yeah. that they can make yeah. it in today's day but the bees i think could they were really good no for sure
2: i think that's like a a real testament to when you rewatch this old stuff like we've covered king of the ring recently and i said like the brett perfect you put that on mm-hmm. like any like raw or or smackdown or dynamite Mm -hmm. or collision and like people are going to be into that match and i think that when you when you work that style like that's kind of timeless like i like i think even new wrestling fans could watch a match like that because like the killer bees were kind of like a faster pace yeah you know um and listen like jimmy jack funk's not bad it's just yeah, jesse just... Barr, he's jesse Barr. he's a florida wrestler you know and yeah. they slapped a mask on him and you know yeah. it's corny because it's we talk about it all the time like when it's phony it's just no yeah. we can't get down with it you know so that's the only criticism of him but they tried
0: yeah, yeah we accept it sometimes um i don't know if the listeners know but kane's not really undertaker's brother <sighs> i'm i don't want to ruin anybody santino <laughs>
1: Sign out. Cover your ears. that out. Cover your ears. Cut that out.
0: But um, yeah, Jimmy Jack. A, I guess we'll call him a like a bastard funk. You know. Yeah. He yeah, was. hit yeah. but there he was. There we went. What do you think <laughs> of this this match overall, Frank? Give me a rating on this opening oh. card at the big event. So this is like sixty four thousand plus, and yeah. we open it up with some good action. Like you said, it's not a bad match at all. But nah, what do you nah. think overall?
1: So I don't want people to feel like. I'm being too harsh or even too, too generous. I'm like, I'm just trying to ease my way into these grades. But I, like I did like the match. I gave it two and a quarter stars. I thought it was fun. I liked seeing, I liked most of the guys in the match. Um, I had fun. It was, it wasn't that long. I don't know if it's not that long because they clip up a lot of the show. Like I don't they remember do. there being any sort of edits during this match necessarily, but I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I always liked seeing the killer B so I gave it two and a quarter two and a quarter
0: yeah uh, as you'll notice on this show they they really don't include many entrances at all it's usually yeah. joined in progress in the ring in the match mm-hmm. so you did get a lot of chopping it up but um you start the spectacle the big the big event there you go take a shot with um with the high flyers like i said <laughs> i i go straight up four out of ten Bret Hart style mm-hmm. i think it was fine it was fun yeah. and like you i'm trying to ease my way in the overall feeling vibe i got with the show was i love watching this stuff like this era i could listen yeah. to gorilla talk all day we should mention the commentators in a moment but four out of ten duke gorilla monsoon your all-time favorite uh play-by-play
2: guy probably man like the more yeah. i watch of him i, mean, I just i love Gorilla so much dude gorilla yeah.
0: gorilla and uh he just
2: has that like whoever he's with, whether it's Gorilla and Bobby or Gorilla and Jesse, just the the odd couple. Yeah. Like that. Like, it's funny because he was like a villain, you know, for a long time. Yeah. But like yeah. as a commentator, he's just got this like grandpa, like good guy energy, you know, yeah. and like it's hard. It's smooth hard, man. Too. I mean,
0: smooth talker.
2: And I think once again, you know, it's that generational thing and it's like you always go back to what you grew up on and stuff like that so i think it probably is gorilla if you ask me another time it might change but i think it's probably gorilla now because i just i always smile man when i hear him Mm
0: -hmm. same it's it's definitely uh you get warm vibes here in gorilla this was gorilla and johnny though not gorilla and jesse gorilla and johnny valiant along with ernie Ladd, big cat ernie Ladd. so we got johnny valiant who if you if you go back and listen to his commentary it's it's just like annoying sometimes like he's irri- irritate irritating i guess like not in a bobby heenan way where he's witty he's just mm-hmm. kind of like remember that remember we watched that show recently the duke of dorchester was so annoying we couldn't oh my god like concentrate on the match but this yep. it's it's similar vibes with johnny valiant um speaking of greatest commentators though talking about generational i saw something recently because they made michael cole the commentator for both raw and smackdown again and when they posted this wwe that you know it's 25 years of michael cole or whatever and
1: the comments i know i I refuse to comment on anything because it's a waste
0: of my time but when i read
1: them it just it's shocking yeah it's shocking because i saw like a similar thing like i don't know if it's the same post but all the comments are like you know michael cole was goaded Finally, giving this man his flowers. Thousands of comments. Dude, like, I I don't know where this shift happened. You know, right? Like, because it used to be, it used to be funny, like the clown Michael Cole, and like I felt like everybody was in agreement. Mm-hmm. And now it's sort of like, oh, uh, we. But like it's, it's a generational thing, right? It like, must I be. Love Jr. I love Jr. Like yes. to me, it's Jr. Then mm-hmm. everyone else is second. I guess it makes sense. and then. You know, and it's like it makes sense. But you love you guys, Gorilla too, don't you? I do love Gorilla. You know what I mean? But it's Jr.'s my guy, right? And I'll tell like, you what,
2: good. honestly, like what happened with Cole. Somebody heard it on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Somebody read it. That's all it is, man. All this yeah. shit is recycled information. Well, have Nobody you seen them posting opinion?
0: videos of Michael Cole reacting to the yeah. commentary, which is so yeah. forced? <laughs>
1: Dude, it's Don't you
0: agree? Like they'll show him calling the Roman Reigns bloodline stuff, mm-hmm. and he's like putting on an act. Well, show. Cor- know, exactly. Corey
2: Graves crowned him on something. That's it. So Corey go. Graves says it, it's the hardest working man. They
1: put him on, like they put him back on both shows now or whatever. And people are like, "Look at this guy! He's like the leader of this, you know, announced team." And it's like, like it's like this positive thing. And the other thing that's hilarious is that they claim he's so much better without Vince yelling in his ear or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, all this guy. stuff. I'm like it's yeah. the same nonsense. Yep. Just because he mentions yep. New Japan or Ring of Honor or something doesn't make yep. him good suddenly. You know what I mean? By like, the way,
2: <laughs> anyone thinking Vince McMahon isn't in control of that company is delusional. Yeah, mm-hmm. at this what point, maybe there was man.
1: like a that small window, but now that's a wrap.
2: Sure, when he took a vacation, so the heat mm-hmm. went off. Like, get yep. out of here, man! Come on. No, but and there's also like if you're really gonna, we're not gonna spend too much time on Michael Cole or anything, <laughs> but like, come on, like just be. <laughs> Like know, be serious. Yeah, just be real. Listen yeah. to Jim Ross. Listen to Jim Ross, and tell me he's better than Jim Ross. Yeah. And that's all. I'll I'll leave it at that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the thing is, um, I'll leave it at this. It's just like the hardest working thing, and like the, the longevity. Sure, that's the okay. WWE's mo is like reward. Yeah, the, exactly. Long time thing. Yeah. There like, was there, the time there were there were guys like in the NBA. Duke, you might remember AC Green, ball player mm-hmm. from the, He at one time he was most games played. Like he was yeah. above guys like. Will and the, the goat, yeah, but the hard worker. But you're, yeah, is he? Yeah, goat? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not the yeah. Sport. Robert Dory
2: has six championships. Is he the right goat? goat? Yeah, maybe like, even come seven, on, man. yeah, yeah. Right. Like, oh, does he have seven? I'm sorry, yeah. maybe
0: even, but uh, Michael Cole, um, it's it, I guess it's no disrespect, but disrespect because I just can't even, yeah. I can't
2: understand. like, I, I want to be able guy, to show him
1: love, yeah.
2: He's he's safe, man. Yeah, yeah. he's safe, he's a safe company guy. That's exactly who I want working for me right, right. yeah and yeah. and good for him, right yeah. like good for him for being their guy for however long it's been two decades yeah. but being the longest doesn't mean the best man yeah, yeah like exactly. whatever dude he used to get wedgie by the rock rock. Mm-hmm. Like come everybody, everybody clown. Yeah, do you think yeah, that would happen to gorilla it. monsoon? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it. it did happen.
1: It did happen to Jr. You it know, did. unfortunately, but like, well, that's because they had a weird thing. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. They disrespected. Disrespect
1: Jr. He also handled
0: it like a champ. I feel like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. No, no soul. Oh, yeah. Kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh 100%. Michael Cole was like a little whiny nerd, you know, just a nerd. Dude,
2: remember him at Wrestlemania?
0: Dude, like, he was hating movie? on Brian, like that gimmick when he was a oh, huge. I couldn't watch. That. I almost
2: checked that out. That, yeah, that was, was that. the
1: worst. Yeah, yeah. That's some of the worst Awful. stuff ever. Thankfully, they abandoned that full that's stop. That's enough
2: of Michael Cole. Yeah. Get me back to 1986. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that little
0: uh, side note. Well, let's go into the How next How do we match. even get there? <laughs> I, 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 gorilla. Yeah, Gorilla. So King Tonga, a.k.a. Haku versus Magnificent Morocco. This is our second match of the night. Morocco with Fuji. Young Haku rocking the <laughs> short trunks. Look great. Pants. Look good, right? Yeah. Look like a, a main
1: event guy there. Like I think. you know how they always say like he they look he's always the toughest guy or in like real life or whatever. Like when you yeah. see him at this point, because he's not like older and just chubby guy, he always looked tough, yeah. but he looked mm-hmm. like, oh, he'll actually rip you in half here. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's crazy to
0: think about the names Haku like encountered and rubbed elbows with during his career. Cause you you see him here versus Morocco. Obviously, he rubbed elbows with all the guys in the 80s. Had the thing with in Ming as Ming in WCW. Yeah. And then has that little run in the uh in the attitude era towards the end with Rikishi mm-hmm. where he's rubbing elbows yeah. with Austin. Oh geez, I yeah.
2: actually forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, I remember that
1: because I thought it was so cool also like, like another
0: weird thing
2: for like Ming, Haku, whatever, um is when remember like towards the end of WCW, like he did like the hardcore stuff too. Right. Remember, he was yeah. like in that he even went to Japan for a little while. So
0: he's He's been around an
2: interesting
3: career
0: yeah yeah Yeah, and um big shout out take a take a shot big 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 shout out to hulk hogan (laughs) 70th birthday yes last week and i only mentioned that because i saw a couple wrestlers from yesteryear attended his birthday it was actually a cool little video he posted on his instagram whoever like filmed it or whatever it was very cool but uh mine
1: me and hulks they're one day apart
0: yep two goats damn that's cool so Haku was one of the very few wrestlers there. It was Flair, the big show. The not, the Nasty Boys, obviously, are going to be there. That's a oh. given. And then Haku, yeah. they're the only ones they showed. But Haku. Wow. How about I that? guess a, a brother. No eye Didn't see him in the video. Huh. No.
2: Real quick about Hogan. I don't know um, if you guys saw this, but he mentioned recently when Flair was going through like his scare uh hogan was with him in his room mm-hmm. he flew to rick flair i think that's pretty awesome
0: mm-hmm. were they always close you think because i know they got closer in i TNA. don't think so
2: but i think like i don't know if it was after his health scare but like they're good buddies now like hogan goaded him hogan calls oh. flair the greatest of all time mm-hmm. and he i think hogan has himself third or something like that after austin maybe <laughs> Well, wow, he, really? yeah he called he called rick flair the greatest of all time
3: because well, hopefully gets a lot
2: of you know he gets a lot of flack and stuff but like i thought that was really cool that he like flew to the niche. Mm-hmm. and as you get older you kind of i think he wants that for him too like he's 70 now so like yeah. i think he kind of wants that love you know as well so
0: well, i thought that the, was
2: a cool little thing
0: he's in the main event of this show and just hearing that number 70 you know and then watching him on this big event show what a what a life what a career we'll we'll talk about the hulk later on but frank this was a knockdown drag out this match with morocco and haku yeah king tom drag out out. it went the distance yeah time limit
1: draw 20 minutes never satisfying i don't (laughs) think there's ever been one i mean a couple maybe a couple of these modern ones were ultra dramatic Mm -hmm. about the draw but like Back then, it's always just like, oh, it was always like, it's actually just a drug draw- down out, you know what I mean? Or whatever it is, time him and draw on this one. But um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool to see these two guys, two big boys doing their thing, two legends, mm-hmm. like, you know, in their own way. But the, it was very slow pace and they chopped this match up for sure. They did. But it's- yeah, but like necessary, I think. And, and I felt it felt long and boring. It's no offense. I like I liked seeing them out there. So, like, I'm not trying to kill the match because i enjoyed it actually but um it just felt like very slow paced you know and it was like and the fact that it was chopped up it still felt long and slow Is kind of like oh crazy
0: mid 80s people loved fuji and morocco like mm-hmm. for a brief period of time like that was i'd probably say morocco's most popular time in the wwf even though he was there for a good while but um dude you've been watching more morocco than ever lately i feel like he, he pops up um uh, so much in, in our conversations mm-hmm. he was real jacked up here still always like thick beef beefy guy mm-hmm. but um uh, tonga you know i think did a good job making him look good do you feel like these two had like if you thought putting these two together okay 20 minute draw does that scream draw <laughs> to you or does that i think
2: i don't know it's two big boys mm-hmm. you know like i don't they probably didn't know I don't know. It's interesting because, like, it's not like Haku was a big deal at this time. So, like, yeah. why not have Morocco just, just win? Win, you know? He is a former IC champ at this point. Um, Frank, it's interesting because, like, as I I've talked about this plenty of times, we've talked about it. Like, as you get older and you kind of like start to appreciate guys more, yeah. like you said, this was boring to you or whatever, or it kind of like didn't hold your drag. attention. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, too long, but like. What do you think of Morocco? Like overall, do you like does he capture your attention or do you find yourself like, oh my God, like like get this over? You're like look you're looking at your phone or
1: not quite. Like I'm not like, you know, he doesn't capture my attention like full stop and I'm just like, oh, all eyes on the rock, you know, but but there is something to him. He's so jacked up. He yeah. feels um he feels like legitimate, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like in there, sure. and so like that adds to it, and like that's what I liked about this match. That I felt like both guys are like, I felt like these are two actual badasses. Oh yeah. For you sure. know, versus like the fucking the next match that we'll get to, but you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like whatever. So, and it's just so like I that's what I enjoy about Morocco, and like I just I could put myself in the time with him, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like I get it for back then because he's huge. Cool nickname, the Rock, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like whatever you want to. Well, call Well, he was it. the he, magnificent the, one and, at this point. Yeah, exactly at this point. And yeah. then, um, and like I feel like he does his job well as a heel. You know what I mean? Like, and, and was dealing with the crowds and stuff like that. So like I, I like Morocco. Yeah, I'm not like a fan or anything, but like he yeah. doesn't. He's not a like a like a bathroom break guy for me at all. Yeah, yeah. no, no, John boy, you
2: mentioned like um Morocco. And Fuji, like, that being, like, a big thing. Like, I don't know if you guys ever saw, like, the Miami Vice
3: yeah, Fuji thing Vice. they did
2: with them. Yeah, is that what it's called, Fuji Vice? But, like, I think Morocco's, I think his brilliance is really in, like, his promos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think he's good in the ring for sure. But, like, that's a guy, we've talked about it before. Like, some guys just want to watch talk. And, like, mm-hmm. Morocco, I feel like I'd rather watch, like, a bunch of promos of his Mm. than his actual matches yeah
0: yeah well these guys at the time king tonga magnificent morocco 10 years apart tonga was only 25 so i think uh, they didn't want to wow. squash him you know sure he was not, so. and he just shannon changed his name to haku so probably in the middle of a, a push that was about to begin they go 20 minutes they go to distance frank what'd you think of the match
1: give me a reading i gave it a 1.75 star Okay. not the greatest match but like i enjoyed it's harsh because it's like it's just i don't it sounds like i'm just killing the match like i think there's stuff to see you know what i mean but it's just you know my scale was relative to all of my match grades you know what i mean so it's sort of like it's hard to give it more than that um but i just thought it was slow but i thought they were like they were out there working these the problem with these edited shows like i wish you could see the full match you know what i mean Mm, because i felt it feels like i understand why you edit stuff but then like they're editing and there's like a cut and it comes back and it's like a rest hold you know what i mean right. like, what are you editing out like what am i not yeah, seeing yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean if you come back to a hold yeah so i don't know it's, it's hard for me to grade it properly i would have liked to see the whole 20 minutes but if these were the highlights it's also tough to imagine being that much better so you know that's where i have it
0: all right so i struggle with the rating because um like you're a fan of simulated fights frank like you mm-hmm. like the any like a real fight so i think to have a draw is different, and it kind of tells you neither one can beat the other. In a way, it's kind of realistic, I guess you could say. Like if you want to look at it as a real simulated fight. So I didn't hate the time limit draw. The more I mm-hmm. thought about it, but um, yeah, the actions—it's mostly wrestles, It's figure fours—they're trading like. So I'm with you. I'm a two point five out of ten. So I'm probably mm-hmm. right around the same spot. I didn't like it as much as the first match. A little more yeah, action for sure.
1: And I want to—I um, want to say too about the draw. I mean. It's an always annoying, but I feel like this card has like a lot of like weird endings, you know what I mean? Yes. Or like or not so satisfying endings that ultimately make it feel like a house show kind of or, you know what I mean? Like something less important than like the big event, like gorillas, you know, hyping it up. But, you know, mm-hmm. we'll get there.
0: Yeah, let's
2: go. On. Boy, was yeah. this one?
0: Was this on pay-per-view? No, this was. Closed circuit? Yeah, no, this wasn't closed circuit either. Yeah. No. The, it, so there, they it just. wasn't pay
1: per view. Yeah. It was like a. a, a they just a tape had piece, it and recorded yeah. it then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: It was a VHS tape. Yeah. It released. by okay. Coliseum video. There you go. Okay. Um, WWE Network uh, does have the proper in the version.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: In the, in the pay per view section. So that's where you would find it. Okay. So we go on to Tony Gurria versus ted arcidi who you would probably blink and miss his run in the wwf (laughs) but i remember having trading cards and stuff like that back in the day and he would pop up like he was a face he's one of these just forgotten names Um, you know
2: what else too he had a he had a figure an action figure the old big rubber figures he had we go
1: yep oh what's that that L J N figure L J N, yeah. LJN, yeah. Oh, that's funny.
2: The first released figures he had oh, yeah, I
1: see. I'm looking at it right now. Yep. It's crazy. That's of all the people, Ted RC. I didn't even realize yeah, he hadn't
0: that crazy. That's another thing I probably saw which stuck sticks in my mind, but um wouldn't have thought about him had we not watched the big event. I probably wouldn't have thought about him for you know another ten Ever years. <laughs> yeah, sadly, because it's just so forgettable. And they were trying with these strong men. That's the WWF way, these big jacked yep. up guys, which i want to ask your guys opinions you know about that approach in a minute but ted rcd versus tony guria and a lot of like newer wrestling fans probably know tony Garea is like a wwf uh mm-hmm. agent or whatever mm-hmm. producer agent but if you actually go back and watch this stuff from the early 80s and mid 80s he was a pretty damn good worker you won't see it in this match yeah mm-hmm. but but i promise you tony Garea could work his yep. ass off and i think that's why he was put with you know our CD here to make them mm-hmm. look good because it's a two yep. and a half minute match it's a squash damn was it really 245 it's, damn it's, it's edged 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 longer edged than edged.
2: that yeah. to me
0: yeah no. the way they presented is squash mm-hmm. status hmm. for sure big bear hug and that's like all she wrote pretty much yep um so uh our CD's a strong man power lifter they they like to take these guys and you know put them in a WWF. If you're big back in the eighties, they would try to make something of you, but the big man formula, I think like the current, like the young fans look at that and they would be like, this is not what I want to see in my wrestling. They want to see athletes, but I wonder like, should we have gotten rid of them completely? Like the big guys, you know what I mean? Like legitimate big guys, even though this guy's not tall, he's like clearly like a strong, legit strong man. Strongest
1: man in the world at this time, by the way. What, like, shoot? Strongest man in the world? Gorilla said or, uh, it. Gorilla says, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> That's got to be true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, get rid of the strong man. Nah, no, I think there's a – that's part of wrestling, you know what I mean? Like, the big old jacked-up dudes, you know what I mean? And, like, who aren't the greatest workers. And sometimes they're cool, though. You know, like, I don't like to – for every Ted City, you know what I mean? There's, like – well, there's a bunch of Ted Cities, and then there's – I don't know – Who's a cool jacked up dude that like went to the next level?
2: See, dude. like I'm trying to think right now, and like yeah. I feel like that formula just doesn't work, dude. Yeah, because like even around this time, like you think about all these jacked up dudes, the guys that would have like the full Nelson challenges mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like Hercules, Warlord, Billy Jack Haynes, yeah. Warlord. Like, all due respect, right? yeah, I guess but I like liked all
1: those dudes.
2: Just not that, guys that you know you're a fan yeah you no i'm not before. saying like i dislike them or anything but yeah, like yeah. they never took that like next step not and, like, no yeah they even tried with the warlord breaking them up you know the barbarian mm-hmm. and the warlord where he you know he was he went solo but we did get batista from the warlord so that's good there's a guy there's a big guy that
1: that's, that's the first one i thought but i was like he's are yeah. too good to be considered it became one of these good types yeah became you know very I mean? good i think
0: so, yeah i actually I character was yeah Same. for sure all was, around yo that run at the end like that was the icing on the cake for me to like really love i that. didn't
2: even need that like really honestly no dude that dude him and triple h that feud I love that feud. Top man. ten, maybe. It's like great. I love that feud. It was so great. good. Mm-hmm. It was so well done, man. So there's a big guy, but like it's. Yeah. No,
0: you, I was like just asking mentioned... because, like, you know how fans like they gravitated towards uh, at one point like Mick Foley because he looks like them, or now it's yeah. like Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens, who yeah. or even like Darby <laughs> Allen's like, m- m- you know, he's basically my size, but Darby Allen take an ass kicking, but like fans like guys that look like them. But Mm -hmm. I think wrestling used to be cool because it was like larger than life guys that like kids could look up to. Maybe Roman is that to some kids. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he looks larger than life.
2: I mean. I don't know. Like, I definitely like the superstar. Like, I like the guys that, you know. I don't want guys to look like me. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. That's
2: why I don't even go to conventions anymore. I'm like, they're my age. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care. I don't want to. I don't be care them. about any
1: like, meeting any of these. No, guys, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, Ed, no either, offense.
2: Bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I don't know. To to maybe these younger guys, like a smaller guy, maybe his character is larger than life to them or whatever. But
0: yeah, i, don't know. I was just curious. Um, so I gave this a two out of ten simply because it's just part of the big event and i don't want to give anything too too <laughs> terrible of a rating but frank i know you're going to hit me with something yeah, I, uh, a little I uh, it, harsh
1: i gave it the lowest grade i'll give something and i gave it half a star Oof. okay <laughs> nothing listen poor theodore nothing, nothing happens CD. dude and it's a, i think also and it's like it's fair
2: to just rank. give this match like an incomplete too. It was like two minutes sure. you know what i mean? mean and like also you know we did this with um I forget what show it was recently. Oh, The Batch at the Beach. Like, we kind of graded stuff low, but, like, it was still an enjoyable show. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't mean, yeah,
1: exactly. That's why I'm, like, grades are going to be harsh, you know? And sometimes, like, there's a couple matches where they're a little generous on my uh, scoreboard here. But, like, it's just because it's, like, it's fun enough. You know what I mean? Like, it's still worth watching if you've never watched it. It's, like, a piece of history.
0: Sure. So, let me tell you a little fun fact about uh, our CD as I looked them up. Two fun facts. After this WWF run in 87, he went and tried to tried to hone his craft at Stu Hart Stampede. And if you oh can't learn goodness. from
3: Stu how to be better, <laughs> it's probably not, not going
0: to happen, right? Yeah. How about he caught on and uh, eventually in world-class championship wrestling was, mar- managed oh, wow. by, was managed by Percy Pringle and oh, was funny. in a stable with Rick Rude, the Dingo Warrior, a.k.a. Ultimate Warrior. Wow. That's- and cactus Jack.
1: There you go. What do we most know? random thing ever? That's crazy.
0: Very I feel random.
2: like cactus is like a different time than cactus Jack cactus. Cactus. Manson. That's
0: he weird. was going by at the time, so very weird. Damn,
2: that's really and I like I, I feel like I've seen a lot of that stuff and I don't remember that at all. It's interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's so that's our Ted our CD talk probably for the, the whole duration, the duration of the show. Soul. Yeah. So next we had the junkyard dog and Adrian Adonis, Frank, Dark Side of the Ring. Recently, did a show on Adonis. I know you you watch those, uh, much like me. Did you see that one
1: yet? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I think I've seen them all this season so far. But um, yeah, like I liked it. I like I've liked Dark Side of Ring this year, this season. I mean, oh, me too. Um, I thought they were good, and I've always liked Adrian Adonis, so like that was kind of cool to me to see like more and hear more of the stories and the dirt behind the scenes and all that deal. But uh, yeah, like I was um, this is one of the matches I was like looking forward to as somebody who like didn't watch like a whole ton of adrian adonis and especially like not a lot of uh jyd even though i know at this point it's not prime jyd um i was still excited to see like i wanted to see reactions of the crowd i wanted you know what i mean like all these other things more so like than the actual wrestling match um but yeah like i thought thought, you know it was cool to me and i'm i mean I, i think adrian adonis is like underrated historically you know It's becoming more and more
0: apparent. And I think people are catching on dark side of the ring helps that the internet will help that. But Adrian Adonis Mm -hmm. Duke is getting a lot of love and adorable. Adrian Adonis is how I was introduced Mm -hmm.
2: to him. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: Much like a lot of wrestling fans, but you start to understand the pre adorable gimmick. He was like a serious threat. a really really good worker especially like his selling like he can make guys look very good for his size it's Mm -hmm. funny i haven't
2: seen the dark i don't really like to watch dark side of the ring because i feel like they're always like such bummers but um usually i did know adrian adonis before the adorable thing i knew him he did have blonde hair i feel like but he wasn't like doing this androgynous thing yet Mm -hmm. um but yeah and this is a guy once again man like back in the day hated his guts right yeah. like mm-hmm. him versus piper i wanted piper to rip his head off you know yeah. but like you go back and like dude he's so good man like yeah. it's crazy there there are guys that like you're going to see that just had this natural gift and like there's two guys that actually three that when i go back i'm like i can't believe these guys weren't bigger stars mm-hmm. adrian adonis is one of them mm-hmm. Bob Orton Jr. is one of them. And uh there's another one that, oh, Barry Wyndham.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, these are just three guys that I just think are so just naturally gifted. And like, Randy Orton has completely eclipsed his father. Like, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just crazy to me. Cause like, dude, Bob Orton's doing like superplexes, mm-hmm. you know, in like 1984, probably before that in like mid Atlantic wrestling and stuff. And like, Adrian Adonis, too, man. Like, yeah, even when he got bigger, he was still like doing flips and stuff in the still so
0: agile. He's bumping around.
2: I heard Brett talk about him. Brett is like pretty high on Adrian Adonis, I believe. Makes sense. So, like, there you go. If you need if you if our stamp of approval isn't good enough, I mean (laughs) he's he's awesome, dude. And JYD, it's crazy because by the time JYD got to the WWF, it was kind of like over, yeah, which
1: is sadly
2: insane because, like Frank, you gotta check him out mid-south dude, yeah, you yeah, and I've seen about... some of
1: it, yeah, I've seen some of that stuff, so that's why I was like excited for this, even though I yeah I, I knew about him pops, yeah, exactly it's incredible, so
0: they didn't show a lot of entrances on this show, like we mentioned, but we do get partial j y d entrance, and you'll mm-hmm. see the crowd loses their mind, like the seventy thousand strong here or whatever it is sixty four thousand um. So we got Junkyard Dog right off the bat, busted Adrian Adonis open with those little headbutts of his. Just Adonis busted open a lot in old WWF matches, you'll notice. Like, I don't know if he just enjoyed getting the color or whatever it was, but busted open early. And like we mentioned about just his selling, this is only four minutes, and JYD mm-hmm. did get the win via out. But, and even though, like you said, Andre, uh, Adrian Adonis is much bigger here, Yeah, just flying around over the top mm-hmm. rope effortlessly for his size, just things mm-hmm. that, because he would be a giant in today's wrestling, oh, like God. he would literally, uh, I guess, dwarf a lot of these wrestlers now. But he moved just as
1: well, I think. Honestly, yeah, um, uh, he he was super slick in there, you know, especially at this point when he's kind of let himself go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, to still be able to do all that stuff. And Jyd, like, yeah, he he wasn't really doing anything. Outrageous, but like he's over with the crowd, so it's just cool to see it. Got me more into it for a strong, but like a a, a a bunch of silly stuff in the like um JYD just beating him up with the chain, you know what I mean? And it's like it's loud for whatever reason. Like the end, Jimmy the Harks
0: finishes, out there. You have
1: him. Yeah, the finish is weird with the uh the count out because like he gets back in the ring, but he gets thrown out, so then he gets counted out. St- it just doesn't make sense to me, you know what I mean? So it's like it was weird on top of them not being the greatest, like at their peaks wrestling wise it was just like weird stuff in the match it was kind of hard to get super into but i did like the spectacle of seeing these two guys in there and like the crowd was into it and i'm a i'm a fan of adonis anytime he's doing he's like you said he's flipping himself out of the ring like he's rick flair yep. and all that mm-hmm. like it's like it's cool you know what i mean it's cool to see did yeah. you
2: guys notice something about his ring attire
1: adonis or jay
2: yeah Ad- adonis
0: uh i mean it was the pale purple you know
2: he looked he looked like a flower
0: yes, yes. he
2: had like a green one <laughs> boot he had like a green boot with like a thing that came up his whole leg oh, and then it was shit, like it know. was it was cool it was like this is another thing back in the day i remember being like that's so weird like yeah, you yeah, that yeah. matching stuff on and now i'm looking i'm like he looks like the flower
1: yeah, yeah.
2: like cool. it's just one of those subtle little things once again the creative genius events we're gonna see it Later on in the show, again, there's a match coming up that um, you can yeah. definitely see like Vince's input on.
0: I defend Vince's creative genius. I always talk about how he makes stars, but I don't know. I mean, like Adrian Adonis, memorable, but you know, taking that gorgeous George formula and turning him into like the andro- androgynous guy, like you said. I wonder though, with as good as he was, like if there was something better they could have given him because I... he he had the run pre with Dick Murdoch as as yep. the tag champs, which. And Jesse. And Jesse. Obviously, East-West Connection right there. Yep. But um, you think that was the right character? I do. A hundred percent. Because
2: what's the first thing you think of when I say Adrian Adonis? Adorable, yeah. He's unforgettable. Him and Piper, dude, at WrestleMania. That shit's unforgettable. Uh, that's man. a great like, match, by the way. It Underrated is, dude. Match. That, um, I mean, is it wrong? If. If, you know? Like, also, RIP Exotic Adrian Street. Who definitely right. another kind of androgynous gimmick, you know, mm. that um also with the name Adrian. So shout out to him. Rest in peace.
0: R.I.P. Uh, Frank, I gave this a three and a half out of ten. It was short but fun, and my rating doesn't reflect that. But it's just yeah, yeah. you can't go too much higher with a countout after four minutes. What'd you have? Yeah, I
1: gave I gave it two stars. So we're like close to yeah. Uh, gave it two stars because I enjoyed what I was looking at, but you know it, it is what it is. If you're tuning in.
0: Yeah, it is what it is. So, next up, like you mentioned, Canada's greatest athlete, Iron Mike Sharp. Yeah, taking on Dick Slater. Random match here on the big event, and Dick Slater not someone you think of in the WWF lore.
2: Cup of coffee.
1: A cup of coffee again. So the rebel, Dick Slater. The rebel. Yeah, I was going to say not even dirty. No, wasn't dirty here. He was
0: just a rebel, but, um, this is fresh after he debuted in the WWF. I think he was there a month or two. And I mean, look, I know a lot of people have love for mid South Dick Slater and, and all the stuff in Georgia championship wrestling. There was a whole spot I read on uh, the ringer where they went into how he had meant so much to like that old school style. And he's just like an unsung Mm -hmm. hero of that era Mm
3: -hmm.
0: for me being a WWF kid. He wasn't someone I was exposed to a lot, but do, do you have anything on Dick Slater?
2: I mean, also, all time tough guy in wrestling, like behind someone say yeah. Is that what they yeah. say, yeah, yeah, um, and I, yeah. I heard that. Dick Slater to me. Like, if you're gonna emulate somebody, like, you're gonna emulate one of the greatest, and like, he's a carbon copy of Terry Funk. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like, when I think of that, I think of like the Ben Wild dynamite. Thing where like he just became dynamite kid like because mm-hmm. he did it's it's crazy he looked like him and like with slater it's just he's terry funk dude like he does all the same stuff it's crazy he's a southpaw. he does that swinging neck breaker like i like he sells like him you know like all that being said i gotta be honest like i'm not a huge dick slater fan yeah. and I, i'm with you like i don't think of him as like um a wwf guy by any means i remember even as he came in, like the rebel Dick Slater, I'm like, he's a bad guy. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not cheering for this guy, you know? So no disrespect, just not really a guy that I'm going to go into like a, you know, like a YouTube rabbit hole on, like, yeah, I won't turn his matches off. And I think he's done some cool stuff, but like, he's not a guy that like, I'm like, Oh man, I got to fast forward in this Dick Slater match.
0: Yeah. yeah like after
2: that Adrian Adonis match, I want to watch more of him
0: right mm-hmm. he, he doesn't leave the impression same impression yeah. as adonis did but um what about iron mike sharp because here he is uh you know armband and all the black armband mike sharp uh i think he's got to be a top five enhancement talent absolutely for, for uh you know anybody out there who who knows a thing or two about those guys but in the 80s mike sharp was damn good at putting god over just like i guess you say a good hand but here getting a spot in the and on the big event
1: in the big event bro
0: you know getting getting an actual payday also
2: like mike sharp like a big dude like yeah yeah. pretty big you know especially by today's standards Mm -hmm. taking all the shots (laughs) oh sorry i didn't even honestly (laughs) that was not even enjoy your whiskey guys
0: how about these cut-ups, though? Like you said, Frank, the editing—it's apparent again in this match. And like you know, I get a kick out of the transitions. You know, they'll do the freeze frame and then spin the spin the video away, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then you, yeah, you, yeah. you you pick it up. It's just so random. Dick Slater got the pinfall over uh, Iron Mike Sharp. By the way, it wasn't very long—long long in in this standard for this show because it went six and a half minutes, mm. but not by today's standards. So relatively quick match. Dick Slater, the Rebel, gets the win over Iron Mike Sharp one of the great enhancement talents would you have frank for you know you didn't really shed too much light on your thoughts on either one of these guys but
1: feel free as you give me a i mean i don't have that's i don't have many thoughts on it to be honest like i just wasn't dude iron mike sharp was funny to me but beyond that <laughs> like i wasn't super into anything really in this match i gave it one star um it's you know you don't see a whole lot you know it's like you said too just it's chopped up but and they were you know they did some there's some action but did nothing for me really, especially after like, I kind of enjoyed the previous match. You know what I mean? Then it's like, and you know, and the way they edit the show, it's like, they jump immediately into the next match, you know? And it was just sort of like, I was just not into almost anything from this one. So I gave it one star.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm not too far away. Two and a half out of 10. It was just, Mm -hmm. I mean, they did, they did uh, good work in there and it was, it's cool to see different names. Like I do like that about watching these Mm -hmm. old shows. Like I don't, if we would have got a Tito Santana versus Greg Valentine for, you know, another, 20th time sure but it's cool to see different names and sure we get to talk about iron Mike sharp (laughs) um the next match though feature one of our favorite personalities of all time collectively bobby the brain heenan he's with king kong bundy and big john stud they're taking on duke
2: i love it so much dude i was so pumped i was so pumped when i saw these guys
0: Hmm. hell yeah we got giant machine out there with captain lou um this is interesting because they did rush into each match usually, but they actually had a little interview with Bobby before the match ringside. It was uh, Mean Gene interviewing Bobby Heenan. Always pleasure seeing Bobby. Um, always strange seeing him wrestle, <laughs> if we're being honest, even though he was another guy. Great bumper like Adrian Adonis could fly right. around. Yeah. Um, it's always weird to see him in the wrestling gear and, and these random six-mans that he would appear in or tag-team matches. Um Frank, I know you probably haven't seen too many machines matches. Am I right or wrong?
1: No, not matches. Like I've seen, I've I've known the images of Andre in the mask, and like you know, I've heard, it, but like I haven't really watched a ton. That to be honest. Oh yeah, my bad. Sh- sorry, giant machine. Okay. Sorry, okay. giant <laughs> <Shades. laughs> Yeah.
0: Um, but I think you would think they look cool. Am I wrong?
1: No, yeah, I think they look cool. You know, it's a cool mask. It's kind of an iconic mask now. Did you, you know guys I mean? think
2: that like Andre looked pretty like good here? Like, shape-wise?
0: He did. Shape-wise, I, yeah.
2: Yeah, I thought he did. Like, I was like, damn. Like, it almost doesn't look like Andre. Yeah. He actually... He looked like he had, like, some muscle definition. He kind of looked tan. Like...
0: Mm-hmm. For those who don't know about these men under the mask, spoiler alert, we do want to tell you, uh, Big Machine, Duke. One Blackjack Mulligan.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Pretty cool. And, like we said, Giant Machine on the outside. Andre super machine tell the you fans. Know frank did he ring it did he look like anybody to you frank work moving around in there another tag team great
2: i don't think he has a distinctive style yeah. honestly uh formerly known as the soup the masked superstar
1: who oh, would, um, would
2: eventually become acts of demolition
1: yeah, 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 demolition yeah yeah yep. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that just like looking at him for sure. Bill you Edie. know what I mean? But I knew Bill Edie, yeah, was the dude, but like, I didn't know just from like watching, you know?
0: What a badass team, though, is like Axe and Blackjack so Mulligan. Cool, even yeah, like man. if you take the masks off, even mm-hmm, like that's a mm-hmm. pretty badass team. Talk right
2: about now. a cup of coffee, too, man. There's like, I've probably seen maybe three to five machine matches, dude. Like, there's not a lot out there. And I am just. I'm enthralled with them. I don't know why. <laughs> I think funny. they're so cool, dude. They're I, I cool. know it's just, like, different, you know, it's guys in masks, but, like, and well, then, the of crowd... course, on the other side, like, two more Hall of Famers, you know?
1: Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you throw in the managers of Captain Lou and Bobby Heenan, like, you're getting more of the Gaga, the spectacle here in this one, yep. and I think this is the right time to do this kind of thing on this show because, honestly, it was it was hitting a little bit of a, uh, a lull after that dick slater match this is just good fun like this is just good sports entertainment we'll call
1: it Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and king kong Mm -hmm. bundy you know bro how do you how old do you think king kong bundy was here
1: (laughs) it's just i know it's always like ridiculously young i'm probably old
0: enough to be his dad here
1: yeah 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 he's like 27 or something yeah (laughs)
0: yeah, it's always something silly it's it's mind-boggling you know what i mean um only 63 years old right now
2: yeah he always looked like I mean, I guess because he's like a big dude, you know, you mm-hmm. think like,
0: yeah, but this was all to all kinds of size in there. I mm-hmm. mean, to break it down would be almost impossible. But if you go back and watch, you know, there's there's a cool a couple of cool standoffs where they test their strength, like between mm-hmm. Ken Kong Bundy and I guess it's uh, probably the the super machine um, really cool standoffs. And you get a lot of the Gaga. Frank, what would you think of the match overall and like the placement?
1: Like I said, I, I liked it. I thought it was fun. You know, I think I, you know, I'm there for Bobby, you know what I mean? And like everything Heenan's doing. And it's like, you always hear the stories of like, I think Jim Cornette even said like, Heenan was one of the best workers like in ring as well. You know what I mean? He just was a manager and like, you get to see a little bit here and you go, like, yeah, he is. He's good at what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like he can, he can wrestle, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? With some of these guys, obviously he's surrounded by these giants in this matchup, (laughs) but like when him and Albano get to do it, it's cool. Um, I thought it was fun. I like, like you guys said, like seeing Ax and Blackjack Mulligan. They're, you know, they're doing cool stuff. I'm not a big John Stud or King Kong Bundy fan, you know, but it's they're, you know, they're legends in their own right, and it's cool to see those monsters in there. Just a lot of big man meat in this match, and it's cool. Um, but that's a, a shot, and I don't yeah, know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big man meat. <laughs> <laughs> what man meat? you know, I thought it was like probably the most fun all around like matchup. And it's like, like you said, sports entertainment, you know, up to this point.
2: Yeah, I I think you're right. I think like sports entertainment, like define and storytelling, right? Like test of strength. You're telling a story, man. Mm -hmm. Like not everything has to be 300 miles an hour, drop kicks and drop toe holds and moonsaults, you know, and super kicks. But I think like, if you can tell a story still and like, especially with like big john stud and the giant machine with their history you know
0: like
3: yeah it's interesting I, when
0: um andre gets in there though so it's a dq finish by the way in this match mm-hmm. um but when andre gets in there and headbutts bobby and he goes flying over the ring ropes <laughs> you do see like he's an agile guy like i always like bobby's go to dude i mean mm-hmm. talk about a
2: guy that he can do anything, dude. Mm-hmm. Put him behind the mic. Go cut a promo, Bobby. Yeah. Go do commentary with Vince, Bobby. Go manage. Mm-hmm. Go wrestle. You know, whatever he needed to do. Like, that's an all-timer, dude.
0: And speaking of Giant Machine Andre, looking good here, Duke, you said it. I think he looked really good. And I wonder, Frank, would do you like the sing, like half-singlet Andre with the pants? Had he, you know, if he lost the mask, or do you like the short? shorts singlet with this you know what i'm saying because it's iconic i guess
1: but yeah, he looked cool as with,
0: with the long yeah, pants yeah. and yeah and i makeup. would say
1: that i would say the iconic look but still looks cool It's i mean he's just so massive so he's always gonna look cool yeah
2: i i just think that like with the pants he didn't look so like frail i guess
3: yeah,
1: you know? yeah right yeah, that's probably what, what it is his legs and stuff. yeah yeah
2: I don't know, I thought he looked super cool
0: in a giant machine. I'm such yeah, a yeah. machine mark like machine mark's fine. well what we we all seem to enjoy this match um i th- I had this as my favorite match up to this point, believe it or not. I gave nice. it a four and a half out of ten. I think it was good fun, good wrestling, good sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. What you have it as frank Frank?
1: I gave it a I gave it two and a half stars out of five, right. so like a five out of ten on your scale, you know, we're in the same ballpark, yeah, we are, but it was cool. Yeah,
0: it was fun, six man tag match we moved on though to i mean two all-time greats one of my favorite wrestlers of all time jake the snake roberts versus someone's favorite wrestler of all time ricky steamboat we just haven't we found out found who that is yeah because he exists somewhere he's got to everybody's got a favorite uh but ricky steamboat here taking on jake the snake roberts and duke you mentioned vince's you know sprinkling it on guys here and with jake it's the most apparent just how cool he he has become
2: he had his vision of a ricky steamboat you know he had him as like this sort of like bruce lee type character so like steamer comes out he's got the headband on Mm -hmm. you know like you can see vince's influence like with because you watch you know ricky steamboat obviously he's one of the greatest in-ring performers of all time. There's no there's no argument argument about that. Mm-hmm. But like Vince gave him that extra thing, man. And mm-hmm. like he just put him in some colors, gave him the headband. And then Jake, you know, he's got the snake on the pants and the snakeskin boots, which were different, but super cool here. They were like purple or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Isn't but like I think it matched by the way we should mention <laughs> also. Yeah, it's true.
2: yeah i i just think this is like one of those things where you know like it's apparent that vince was like here you go we're gonna shine like dude jake was wrestling in like pajama pants exactly this actually, is what i'm like, saying Atlantic, you know like
0: so this like why i have so much love for the vince creations because we just don't see that anymore whether you know? it's like and it's been a while even vince himself stopped doing it like he would let yep. guys be guys like you know, let's just say like they took AJ Styles, right? And he was already who he was and they just yep. let him be AJ Styles and he yep. is who he is. And AEW, these guys, they come from WWE or the indies and they're just, they are who they are. Like no one seems to take, these promoters don't seem to take too many guys and switch up their gimmicks or like put their own coat of paint on it. And when they try, the internet kills them for it. Like they won't- Well, Tony, Khan
2: gave, um, Tony Khan gave one wrestler a super cool name, Big Bill. <laughs> Recently, I would
0: imagine Bill
2: picked that name himself. Sadly, that is not true. Tony really? Khan gave him that name one hundred percent from his mouth. Big well, Bill. I'm on record, I don't. Said, think All
0: right, boss. Tony Khan is the most creative guy, but he said, "All right, boss, it's Big Bill."
2: <laughs> I don't TK know. TK loves that name, and I think that dude's cool. But like it that Morrissey before, is... wasn't it? Yeah, W Morrissey, which w. is also Morris... brutal. Yeah, it's like. But
1: right. Right. like,
2: I'd Everybody's rather have that than yeah. Big Bill. How about just your like your name? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Name's Marcy, Any, I, I, I you give Marcy me like something. ten minutes, I'll have a whole new deal for you. We're not going to uh. put you in skinny jeans and Timberlands. I'll tell you that much.
0: Yeah, man, what what is the deal with that? Real like name, real right William William Marcy. Real name.
2: Yeah. What'd you say, Rick? I said I like
1: Big Bill. Right
2: I do too, but yeah. like that name is
0: atrocious. Yeah, it's
1: stupid, but it's growing on me. I'll be real. Ugh. Big Bill, the moniker. Big Bill.
0: Um, well, Steamboat and Jake were locking it up here, and part of I mean, I would say they have one of the more memorable feuds of the 80s. Steamer getting dropped on his head on that outside DDT. That's, that's even even always that, been, dude. yeah, that's always that's been.
1: Still, it still boggles my mind how that happened when you see guys doing like the stuff with DDTs they do, like in today's wrestling, and it's like, how did you kill this guy so hard in that match, you know? But whatever, yeah, I mean, it, he. He told them, man. He warned them. (laughs) He did. That shit wasn't, like... He didn't know how to,
2: you know, like... Yeah, they just didn't know how to deal with it, I guess. That, yo, the DDT was devastating, bro, back in the day. Like, they didn't... uh, You know what? Adrian Adonis used to do the DDT.
1: Oh, did he? Mm -hmm. It
2: was, like, a weird, like... It was awkward. Obviously, Jake's is the best. Period. I'm not even gonna entertain anything else. But, like... He did like a weird like it almost looked like a suplex like that dropped you on your head but it was for sure like he used the DDT and it, dude like it an was impaler. nasty man yeah like it was yeah exactly mm-hmm. almost like a jumping sort of deal
0: Jake's on record saying when he uh, busted Steamer's head with that DDT it sounded like a watermelon really? bursting so it, oh it was, my
2: god dude that it
0: was you know but and this the was uh, the actual head, man. yeah no it was no. legit man uh, but this was actually their their big battle after that and this happened in front of the 74,000 at the big event so it's pretty cool to at least see one feud i guess you could say get the stage here because for the most part a lot of these matches were kind of house showish yeah mm-hmm. but this is a big deal a big match uh double shot there
3: <laughs> but
0: <laughs> listen this this feud it goes the distance they eventually had it out on Saturday night's main event later on uh, that year in October But in this one, I think visually, this stands head and shoulders above everything we've seen up to this point as just quality, you know? Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Quality all around. And it's not surprising. No. This was was like the match you look at and you go, okay, well, that'll be best best match. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you're looking for like a wrestling match, give it a real rating. I thought it was – very good you know like and it was what i expected from both of them i was though um super obviously like we all know jake is the man but it was super cool seeing like early days of jake the snake you know what i mean like and how he was dealing with the crowd like you know the interaction with the crowd and just you know we know that's what his strong suit is the psychology of it but it's just like watching it here and it's like this snake pit match so it's like extra violent for the time you know and um especially the company. And then it was like, you know, I just thought it all made sense and it worked out. The ending was my least favorite part of it because it seemed like a very dominant Jake kind of match, you know, and it's kind of all of a sudden it's over, but still enjoyed it thoroughly. Like what both guys were doing. And it was was clear my favorite match of the show, you know, same.
0: And you will see, um, Jake, like you said, his strong suit being the psychology. And that's what you're going to get when you watch this match, snake pits. It's, I feel like you get to see um, how, how they carry each other. Like this is an underrated um, chemistry, I think like, cause yeah. it's not the most televised
1: feud. It didn't happen at WrestleMania or anything like that. Everything with dragon dude, everything with steamboat is like underrated. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just because like, it's, there's so much good stuff and you just doesn't get that love. You know what I mean? And even Jake in a sense, you know what I mean? He has a lot of underrated stuff I would say as well, but you know steamboat always i feel like every time you see it talk about a legendary Steamboat, it's except for the match with match you know what i mean it's like everything's like underrated from him it's funny to it's...
0: see uh, i was gonna say dude real quick the yeah, uh, influence of jake because like we always talk about brett being emulated now sean mm-hmm. for sure um flair go down the list but jake has had like a, a like an influence on a lot of wrestlers i think that we probably don't realize some are obvious raven ddp
3: mm-hmm. but
0: um the nuances of Jake, man. Like, I, And now he works for AEW, so I'm sure people are under the learning tree. I hope they're under the learning tree. I hope so. But, yeah, I just wanted to say he's just awesome.
2: I think with Steamboat, it's almost like a um, you expect it out of him. Mm-hmm. Like, you expect mm-hmm. him to have great yeah. matches and stuff like that. So it's just like, oh, yeah, it's like, of course he had a good match. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, like, yeah. he is this, like... I don't know, man. I feel like wrestling fans, like, put respect on his name, but, like, I don't think they really know how great he was. And then there's this contrary thing with Jake, which might... Okay, so they have great chemistry for two reasons. They're both amazing at what they do, number one. And number two, they have contrasting styles, but Mm -hmm. they mesh because they're so different, if that makes sense, you know? But, like, two, you know... Jake's a great storyteller as far as psychology and Steamboat can tell a story by his moves, you know, like by his selling, et cetera. And I just think that, yeah, if you put these two guys, I mean, Steamboat, we've talked about it with Tito Santana, if Steamboat's on the match on the card, he's probably going to have the best match of the card. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that simple.
0: And like, you mix in Jake the snake and then you exactly. take it into the crowd and you get to see the the actual like, the scale of the people here When they take it to the outside and then he busts yeah. them open Which is super and he's, cool by the way I love that and when he's when he's Busting Steamboat open and he, you know Steamboat's On his knees and Jake's kind of taunting him It's those little things that I think People now act Like they're um, They act and Jake yep. just seems Genuine for whatever true, reason man. he was just a Very convincing guy I say me. that all the time
2: Man because back then, these guys weren't acting. They were just turned up. And now, like, I feel like so many wrestlers are just actors and bad mm-hmm. actors.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's know? the problem. Here we are, grizzled old vets. That's why I
1: don't like the idea of like wrestling is like this one thing. You know what I mean? Like, this is how it's supposed to be. Because I feel like whenever you have that kind of mindset, you end up in this you know you're trying to replicate whatever to, whatever it is that you think is what makes pro wrestling you know what i mean instead of just yep. being you and like doing a natural like authentic yep. version of whatever you're trying to portray you're trying to we me and chuchi agree with la night you know he's doing the cosplay but you could say that about a million different wrestlers you know what i mean like he's just the most blatant one in my opinion at the moment he's over i mean a lot of these guys aren't as over he's just super over but like it always feels like oh you're doing the thing that like what you think is like pro wrestling. And usually it's like cliche and almost like, ugh, it's it seems washed as soon as you start doing it. And it's like that's what bugs me. You know but are I mean?
0: they true students of the game if they're just copying um
1: like the way someone sure. talks? That's one way, way you could look cause... at it. Yeah, exactly. That's one way you could look at it. You know, some students of the game are so knowledgeable though that they take all that information, and they create something unique. You know what I mean? And yep. Danielson's like, a student I... of the game, and yeah, exactly. he's his own thing though. He's his own I'm thing. F-T-R.
0: Mm-hmm, FTR exactly to the game. Like the good
1: you 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 sort of flesh out who's good at it and who's not. You know, you just FTR said, will the do greats, things
2: right. mm-hmm. like Cash does, Rick Steiner's Power Slam. Mm-hmm. Cash does his, you know, off the top rope Bulldog. They do the powerplex, the Power and Glory mm-hmm. thing, but like they're still their own thing, though.
0: They border yeah. on it for me. Like I like them, but when they like had the verbatim Owen Brett, I know, spots, yeah, I exactly what he saying. Yeah, was that's. Yeah.
2: They're
1: a little too but that was tribute. Um, that yeah, was intentional. Oh you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. If that I was every match, it. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If that was every and match, it would have been harder. But they didn't emulate
2: the entire match either. It was just yeah, like it was a, a segment. Yeah. You know? exactly. So like Sequence. it's all good. But But just, I do. You know, yeah. Yeah, I do think they're students of the game. For those guys to pull in Dennis Condry of the Midnight Express
3: into oh, yeah. the
2: ring and like put him over. Oh yeah. are students of the game. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you're hear otherwise. You know it's funny. I was on X, formerly known as Twitter, oh, yeah. and I tweeted about, um, I don't know. I said, like, that's why these guys are at the top, because they have respect for, like, the business. And <laughs> Dax Harwood's mom liked it and retweeted it. And then, like, I got all these interactions. It was, that's, oh, funny. Look at that. that's
1: cool. She re-exed like, yeah. it? She re-exed it? She she it. it. Yeah. Nice. It was
2: funny. I was like, Dax Harwood's mom? I don't know if it's truly his mom, but thanks for the bunch of likes you got yeah
0: <laughs> look at that um so all in on this match i was pretty high on it i'm very partial to jake's stuff and not i don't think uh brainwashed on this one like i don't think i'm being crazy because i did really enjoy this maybe because the rest of the show like was lacking a little bit up yeah, to this, yeah but it was like such a breath of fresh air so i came in at a 6 out of 10 so i liked it you know pretty strong for for the time given you know it was only 10 yeah. minutes and the finish did come out of nowhere like you said frank but i i enjoyed it i mean i just loved jake The roberts so like we're like on the
1: same same page kind of because i gave it three and a quarter <laughs> okay it's like it's my favorite match on the show i gave it three and a quarter so it'd be like a 6.5 on john's scale and it's oh, like man. you know it's i thought it was good i thought it was, i thought it was the best match on this card i think I think every match with Steamboat is good for, for mm-hmm. the most part. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's hard to go wrong. And then I think Jake was great here. So, yeah, a three and a quarter. I almost wanted to give it three and a half. I just think the ending prevents it from being in that, like, upper echelon sort of match. I, in, in my scale, for anybody listening, if you get three and a half and above or seven out of ten or above, you know, it's a great, great match. You know what right, I mean? Right, so, exactly. It's like just under, like, great, great. But I thought it was very good. It's the best match on this card for sure. And like, and What's, I and I could watch this at any point. Where any of this other stuff, I don't know. You know. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm What's you. been your highest rated match? Do you know so far, like through the history on the of show? Did yeah. you might hate
1: it, but I think I gave uh, MJF and Brian Danielson's. Uh, oh,
2: okay, you know, Iron I wasn't Man. here for that. Yeah, I think
1: I gave that five out of five.
2: Okay, I think yeah. I was.
1: The Iron Man match. Was
2: yeah. I dying of allergies? I think that Something was the time happened, I was yeah. dying of allergies.
3: You it. were
0: dying of AEW boredom that week, too. You were not, <laughs> not feeling it. But yeah. I, uh, yeah, you blessed that with a, like, a pass. Yeah, I think score. I gave that a perfect score. Crazy. Um, so we went from Steamboat and Jake to Billy Jack Haynes and Hercules, another big man that we didn't before mention mentioned.
2: Yes. Oh, Two did you mention men. him earlier? I mentioned both of
0: them. Yeah, we oh, did. Oh, well, there you go. Mentioned both of them. Billy Jack Haynes looked like he should have been better World than he changed. was yeah yeah, yes. yeah
2: yeah he looked awesome
0: dude yeah but uh has since become kind of a known um crazy person <laughs> that's a nice way to put it yeah he's oh, has wild he? oh, i don't he's know wild.
1: Yeah. oh man i don't know anything about it that's funny Watch his oh shoot yeah look him up him. yeah he's oh,
0: really damn that's yeah. crazy yeah um i will i look i look forward to that please please do that that's good <laughs> entertainment you'll you'll yeah. enjoy it because he's got some stories uh billy jack haynes but he's taking on hercules and this is kind of like because hercules had a couple i guess looks in the wwf yeah. like he, he had the short eventually actually the power
2: blue. this look dude it's a little uh Yeah, i love it so much man mm-hmm. i hate that the that he cut his hair and beard man i thought he yeah, looked yeah, so yeah. awesome here
0: For he could sure. he look cooler cooler i think um but here he is all black taking on billy jack haynes rocking the yellow which I don't know, man. Hogan allowing this man to wear yellow, yellow and green, nonetheless. But, um, <laughs> I it's not as bad as Ronnie Garvin wearing red and yellow usually on the yeah. WBS program. <laughs> yeah. That always annoyed me. So here we Did are. It? Yeah, funny. Annoyed the hell out of me. Hmm. And I always hated when, um, it seemed like dudes in the '80s would take on other dudes and not discuss. Like Greg Valentine will be wearing like oh you
2: mean on the the next match?
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: I hated that.
0: So right, I'm onto the only one. Uh Frank, what'd you think of this match? Because this is like this is prime Billy Jack Haynes. If
1: there's yeah, I know. (laughs) Exactly. Listen, this was a match where I said, because Duke mentioned both of these guys earlier, and I said, I like all those guys because he mentioned Warlord and as well. And I was like, I like all those. Yeah. I don't know why I like Billy Jack Haynes, and I don't know why I like Hercules. (laughs) But I kind of do, you know, when mm-hmm. I see them, I'm like, kind of like, all right, I want to see what's going to happen. And usually what happens is how I felt with this. Not much of anything awesome. They look mm-hmm. cool. You know what I mean? It is what it is. I gave it um a one and a half. I'll just go straight to it. John yeah. boy, gave, I gave it one and a half stars just because I enjoyed the participants more than I enjoyed what was going on. But I did yeah. think it was funny that Gorilla was like the con- it, it sounded like his commentary was like recorded after the fact. I think it was mm. man yeah because he, yeah. he mentions like like they went out to buy groceries or any that or whatever and it's sort of like did you not even call this match like when it happened live i just think i it's... don't think
0: they did they had <laughs> yeah. one shot earlier i think it was green yeah. screen of the uh, crowd in front uh, of the it was <laughs> i don't think they were going alive live set yeah
1: exactly but uh yeah other than that it wasn't anything spectacular They're two jacked up scumbags they look good <laughs> and uh yeah i you know i enjoyed it for what it was but it's not much Yeah, I'm with
0: you. Three out of 10 from me. And I just think it's interesting that um, Billy Jack Haynes from like 84 to 86 was down in Florida and just really was a old rookie. Like he was only he was 33 here. Oh, wow. But he had just debuted like three or four years before that, we'll call it. Mm -hmm. So he debuted late, you know, 28, 29 Mm -hmm. year old wrestler, um, which is interesting because that's not. Usually the way it goes. Um, but Real it's...
2: quick, though, before we move on, like, Frank, you said, like, Billy Jack Haynes is cool and you don't know why. Like, as a kid, like, I felt that. I felt yeah. like, damn, he's cool, you know? Like, he looked cool,
1: you he know? Has but arm, like... He has, like, those long arms and he has that tattoo in the middle. I don't know yeah, why that
2: looks cool to me on him. It's he like, has Bro, he has like, charisma. Cool he does. Yeah. Like, he's not
0: good in the ring, but, like, yeah, he yeah. definitely had, like, the look. Yeah, that's why I'm saying he looked like he should have been better yeah. than he was. Yeah, for sure. You know? Sure. And his run wasn't very long in WWE, no. two years. at all, yeah. You know, another guy with a cup of coffee, which is the uh, theme with a lot of the guys featured on this show. Um, But yeah, let's get into the next match. And do you have anything else on this? Sorry, right, guys, because uh, I know you, you got a lot of love for him. I, th- <laughs> I think
2: we spent enough time on Billy Jack <laughs> right. and okay. Hercules. Because
0: the next match is the Fabulous Rougeau Brothers, Canada's own taking on the dream team greg the Hammer valentine and brutus beefcake brutus uh and greg greg valentine part of the first ever wrestlemania so it's not like brutus mm-hmm. you know um he just seems like it was too early for him to be around in my head you know like mm, yeah, he, yeah. it was weird to see him at this point for whatever reason it just didn't
2: i think for like you because like when you came in well, when did you start watching? Like 92, 93? 91. Okay, ninety one. So yeah, he was like Brutus the Barber, Beefcake. He had the long hair by then, yes. like the mullet, you know. So like, yeah, I definitely get that. You know, this yeah. isn't what you see, you know, in your head. Like, he's Adrian also not honest. defined as a
0: character, right?
2: Do you feel? No, like oh Bruce? no, yeah, no, he's just the dream team guy. You know, he's um. Do you like I their did pairing?
0: Think... Did you like their pairing?
2: No, I didn't, yeah. and I'll I'll tell you why though, and it's something very simple, and it's very like, eighties wrestling fan. I know what it is. We mentioned it earlier. They didn't match.
1: Match their gear never matched. Yeah, <laughs> ever. and like ever,
2: ever, and if he you was know gear some did match purple...
1: though was uh <laughs> was Valentine's with DeRougeau, the Rougeau exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> it could have been on yeah, their team. Like,
2: what we just talked about, you know, like because I did think Brutus was cool. Like at this time, like I'm like, damn, like. Because it's the '80s, right? Like, right. He's got like the Z, the purple like Zebra. He looked cool as shit. But he did, and bro, like, he's pretty damn good in this match. By the way, press slams like one of the Rujos into like the backbreaker or whatever, stomach buster or something. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I thought it kind of makes sense where they went with Brutus, because like, as a kid, I remember being like, "Damn, this guy's like kind of
0: cool," and like. Besides well, he didn't talk, uh Frank, for a while. He didn't talk, which is really weird. Yeah. If you go back and watch mm-hmm. WWF when he first debuted, I think he was with Johnny Valiant, actually. And he
2: was, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Brutus
0: was a mute, yep. so he would come out, and he would just make groans and grunts. It was very silly. Yep. So, you know, once again, Vince hits a home run with Jake, but then he's doing this. It's just, like, weird Vince shit with mute Brutus. But, uh, yeah, he hadn't fleshed out who he was. The Rougeos, though, super young here, or at least... Mm-hmm you know not rocking their eventual teal they're not Mm -hmm. you know heelish here they're only 25 26 in this match so um ray rougeau we you know i think we give a love love to him pretty often but i think he's another guy underrated as a worker as a character as a you know i i would say I would say he's kind of a, I, like a legend in wrestling because he's Hold done on. so much for the business. You're talking about Ray? Uh, I'm sorry, Jacques. My okay. bad. Okay. Uh, because you definitely said Ray.
2: And yeah, I'm you like, didn't say Ray. I was like a legend. Brother, bro. brother, I don't know about all this. I was overrated, Ray. For, I love this <laughs> yeah. backstage uh, Listen, sure. I think Jacques, Jacques. shows were, were solid in the ring. I've mm-hmm. gone on record. I love Jacques Rougeau. Huge yeah. fan of Jacques Joe. Ray, he just got hurt, man. You know what yeah. I mean? And he looks like, like Jacques, such a nice guy, Ray. Yeah, for sure, both of them really. But Ray Jacques was
0: a little, uh, was a little snark, like, snarky, don't you think? He, was, when he was. But baby I, I
2: feel like he's a. When you watch him, like as a bad guy, like he's having so much fun, dude. Yeah. Especially like as the Mountie, like singing that stupid ass yeah, yeah, song, yeah. like I just. This is a guy once again, man, like, as I get older, I'm like, damn, he was so good, man. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. such a great heel, such a little prick.
0: Yeah. You know? Such a like, great, believable jerk off. And that's what I mean about a guy like MJF. Like yeah, he still tries too hard to me sometimes. And Jacques was out there as the mounty just being a natural jerk off. Yep.
1: I mean, yeah. I, don't know I think there was, there was just a lot more of a, there were just a lot more jerk offs back then. Maybe. In locker room. You know what I'm saying? So it's sort of like, I think it was just, cause you hear all these stories. Like nowadays the locker room was very uh, buddy, buddy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's why like a guy like punk comes in and disrupts everybody. You know what I mean? Yep. And they can't, they don't know how to cope. And it's yeah. just back then. It wasn't like that. It was a bunch of douches. They were what they were. It wasn't like there wasn't fans of pro wrestling necessarily fans of pro wrestling, becoming wrestlers, like living out their dreams. It was like a lot of just Jack dudes who were either, mm-hmm. Wrestlers, whatever athletes, whatever you were, just family, or, fam- or family uh, oh,
0: yeah, or family both businesses, because oh yeah, family businesses, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like the just the environment was just totally different. So you know, I just think that um bleeds into the to the programming. You know what I mean? You like guys just that a lot of pent up like yeah because
0: these guys yeah. were getting bullied. You know this famous story of Jacques getting bullied by Dynamite. Oh yeah, of
3: course.
1: Legendary. But to be
0: such a nice guy and like in real life probably, and then to flip where okay we're going to give you the mounty gimmick. Vince is selling them. And he's like, go all in on it. Or like, let's see what you got. And he's so convincing as like a prick, you know, it's yeah, just man. like nowadays, like maybe you're right. They're too buddy, buddy.
1: Like, they don't like have the it NBA, in NBA, like the NBA, right? Like the dudes were fighting in the eighties and you yeah. know what I mean? And they were just breaking it up and getting back to it. Now everybody's best friends. You know, I just think the culture of,
2: Life. all all of these yeah. things has changed and listen man like Maybe it's the better. better the yeah. culture is better now yeah, exactly. right like yeah. for sure these guys aren't dying yeah. young thankfully and like mm-hmm. you know they make you know the old school wrestlers make fun of the new guys are like yeah they play video games it's like well yeah. they alive. don't want to <laughs> do coke <all> night <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, off yeah. of strippers tits, well, yeah people you know, don't or... play cards and dominoes as much yeah you know backstage. like And like, I think there's a happy medium. I think there could be a happy
2: medium. Yeah, I think you you can, you know, you should want to be the best. You should want to be the best wrestler. Even if you're in a tag team, you should have aspirations to be the best wrestler in the world. And like, it's not like that anymore a lot. You know, a lot of these guys want to be famous. A lot of them want to just, you know, whatever it is, get famous, get rich, whatever it is, you know, and Mm -hmm. like more power to them. But like it's but the not wrestlers the same... back then
0: wanted to make a lot of money and provide yes. for their families yep. and be the best money wise and be on top of yeah. that card. Now it's like they want to get the best rating on X or the best yeah. match quality, which is different. I don't know. I think back then they weren't out to put on a show, they were out to make money or yeah.
1: Yeah, I would say that's greatest. probably there was more guys. A business you know what i mean yeah. and i like, like a passion but that just goes from what i said you know what i mean like they weren't all necessarily like just like wrestling fans it was an opportunity to do something for a lot of goofy people as well <laughs> you got to consider who yeah. getting into this business you know sure
0: ted our cd um <laughs> so i thought this so this match went 15 minutes by the way this tag match we didn't really talk about it but the dream team versus the rujos it was um i think for me, it was probably my third favorite match because maybe I I like watching the Rujos and I like early Brutus here seeing him before he was the Beefcake and all that. The, the barber, I should say. Uh, Greg Valentine. I'm trying to come around on my Greg love. It's just... I, I That disrespect is crazy. He's just one of them guys. Another guy from a family. Look, this is all family business that we're watching here besides yep. Beefcake. These guys all come from the lineage. And Greg Valentine, I think it's a little nepotism. I think it's a little... Is he as great as advertised? I'm just curious, Frank, real quick, your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, but on I Ray don't it,
2: But I don't think that he's advertised as, like, this great. All-time great. Yeah, yeah I think like, he's advertised as
1: what he is to me. Yeah, I, I like him. I like Greg. Yeah. But he, he's not, like, ultra exciting, but there's something about him that I do, like, enjoy. You know what I mean? Even if his matches often do feel slow, and like, part of it, part of what I didn't and, like.
2: And, dude, hold, match, hold admit to that too because like one of greg valentine's things is he always wanted it and it's it's surprising john because you're not a fan of him and you always say how like you wanted it to be presented as be presented as like a fight Mm -hmm. he said all the time like he didn't like doing like drop kicks and shit like that it's like this is a fight like, I'm going to punch you and elbow you and stomp you. And, like, I respect that. that. was always his, like,
0: thinking. It's cool. I didn't, I didn't not... need him to do Hurricane Ronis. I just don't think he mm-hmm. was even, uh, a, like, appealing or captivating or compelling as a personality. Like, I didn't I can see I'm him. Not, yeah. I'm not here to change your mind, brother. Yeah. yeah. That's the, that
2: we make the world go around different opinions. But, like, I think that he's, I think he's rated correctly. Like, yeah. I don't think, you know, there's guys out here, Saying like, oh, Greg Valentine's the greatest wrestler of all time. And well, you think know, he does... like
0: you know, guys like like his peers will do that. Maybe that's what I'm getting confused with because like I'll hear guys like Flair, yeah. um, that they, they'll talk about him as like one of the well, greats of all time. I mean, here's a
2: thing, right? Like Flair talks about him because he helped Ric Flair a lot, right? Right. You know, like so, of course, he's gonna say what you want about rick Flair, but if you helped him, he's always gonna get, show you love, like. Whenever he mentions, he goes on these rants. Wahoo McDaniel, Greg mm-hmm. Valentine, Magnum. He always mentions all these guys. And like, mm-hmm. dude, Valentine, it's crazy. When Valentine was feuding with Wahoo McDaniel and he broke his leg, like Rick Flair was basically like his sidekick, mm. just to give you an idea. So like, for of course, Flair's going to show him love, you know. And Flair got a lot of a lot from Greg Valentine, like the. Front face flop like that's right. Greg Valentine did that first man. Yeah. You know? So like again, it's one of those things. Like I think he's correctly graded. I don't mm-hmm. think people are out here goating Greg Valentine. I'm a fan. I like his style. I do enjoy his matches. Um, and I think he has like this believability about him. You know?
0: Yeah. Look, I would take him over probably seventy percent of what I see today because I do think he had a little bit of you know the fight the tough guy aspect, but um he always looked the age he is 65 then, and years old <laughs> shout out to him now because he looks great like he looks the same he as he did here in 85 mm-hmm. at 71 years old so
2: i haven't seen him in a while but the last time i saw him he was looking very good
0: oh yeah dude i saw him at the uh wrestlecon thing he, oh he looks, did you awesome. looks great he looks oh, great. the same it's amazing him and we were next to each other yeah that's awesome uh, um Anyway, Rougeau's did get the win, in, in just under fifteen minutes, it was fourteen fifty-one. Frank, what'd you rate this match, and what did you think overall? The, uh, I guess, fifteen-minute run these guys had. So this is
1: my. It's also tied for my third highest-rated match. It's tied with the first tag team match of the day with the Same. Killer Bees. Same. Yeah, I gave it two and a quarter. Um, I thought it was, um, good. Like good work. I give it. I'm giving them the high rating because like they did good work. It was tag good tag team wrestling i thought i didn't think anybody sucked or whatever i'm not a big beefcake guy at all so like seeing brutus just hard for me i just don't care for him but like he didn't offend me in this match i like greg valentine but i get how he's boring to people and lacks personality and i like the regio so i thought it was like a good like basic tag team match that had a good amount of time you know for the time and um yeah i gave it two and a quarter
0: okay yeah i'm right with you four and four out of ten the bret hart special Mm -hmm. um uh, Duke, real quick before we move on with the uh, who did the figure four first, Valentine or Flair?
2: I would assume it would have been Greg Valentine. I mm-hmm. mean, like I said, Flair was. I recently watched some mid Atlantic stuff because I really wanted to get into the Wahoo McDaniel Greg Valentine feud. And like, that's how he broke his leg. He figure foured mm-hmm. him. And Flair was like his, like I said, almost like his sidekick at that point. So I'm not sure, but
0: so Valentine debuted he, in nineteen seventy. Um and well, Flair he was 19 years old. What
2: seventy-seven?
0: So. About that, right? Is it 77? Yeah,
2: so, I mean, it, it would make sense that mm.
0: it would It's crazy been how how oh, man the career Valentine had is is pretty crazy. Um so there you go. Influential i have Uh, to do
2: a uh, career retrospective on the hammer. uh, You know,
0: Uh, I would. I would. I'll twist twist your arm. By
2: the way, for those that don't know, Greg Valentine's wife, the goddaughter of the legendary Johnny Cash. And that's why he goes up my my list. I don't know what is.
0: Yeah, he goes up my list. Also, uh, I should say in this match when it concluded, Johnny Valiant lost his mind. He was super upset, and that made me think maybe they were doing the commentary live because they had they had this like shot of Johnny Valiant in the booth, yeah, like from the booth, yeah. But I mm. couldn't tell if it was green screens behind him because mm. it would have been hard to do that probably back then, like the way it was presented. But either yeah. way, it sounded weird. Um, Johnny Valiant, the former uh, beefcake manager. So we move on the Harley race and Pedro Morales. This is to absolute legends without a shadow of a doubt one properly labeled so the other is debatable if pedro morales Amen. was given to <laughs> we're talking about one of the longest oh. wwf championship reigns.
1: why why is his Conan, but I'll not change. roman why is his debatable but not roman no, roman's absolutely debatable, yeah, but not the john right. boy is my problem He's i think right. it's debatable but john because argued.
0: pedro wasn't putting asses in seats like this i don't think i don't think people were paying the big money to see Pedro Morales when he was on top. This was a, dare I say, I don't know. I don't know how to put it nicely, but I don't think that they were doing this because uh, he was drawing. I think they were doing this to be a little bit inclusive and try to get a certain market.
2: Oh, at the time you're talking about.
0: Yes. At the time, I think they were trying to corner a certain market when they made Pedro, what he was look, Bruno tried years or years.
1: You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't know.
0: Do you, you like so we watched Pedro recently. We actually reviewed it was a uh, Pedro versus Georgia Animal Steel. And it was a great match. That's like so it was from Madison Square Garden. And it was a bloodbath. And I I was like, yo, Pedro, he did have the crowd like behind him. But it was then you look and it was like 7000 people. And you're like, oh, MSG can fit 20 or 19. Like, were they really?
1: That's like the show
0: to see. <laughs> you, know what I mean? like, you know, we're being, or real. that's the Kenny Omega crowd. I mean,
1: sure, sure, sometimes but, they like, only throw know, but 4, yeah, but it's like it is what it is, right? It's just like that's it's a good crowd for the time. Who was doing bigger business than Vince, you know what I mean? Any besides, like, seeing you know, some of the NWA stuff, you know?
0: Well, this is even Papa Vince. This is Vince
1: senior so. that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, Man. that's what I mean, yeah. Um, but this is a for senior. short match, yeah, for these that, two legends. all of that argument, none of that. Uh, pertains to this matchup because these guys, yeah. this their was, un- yeah, this was, for they're sure. way past their primes. It's a little, yeah. uh, almost unfortunate of a match to have on like a you know, at at this stage of their careers, you know, but, um,
2: is it because, yeah, like, yeah, I was going to say, I would have, like, I popped for this
1: match. Honestly. Look, I popped, I popped for it too. Yeah. As, like, looking at the names on the card and going, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. But then when you see them, yeah. And then you see what they put out there, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's like, oh, It's it, funny. It a bummer.
2: Because, like, you know, I lived this. So, mm-hmm. like, by the time I watched the WWF, Pedro Morales was essentially a job guy. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, mm-hmm. crazy. Like, yeah. that's crazy to think about. Because, like, I didn't even know. Like, I knew that he was... Um, I don't even think I knew he was WWF champion. Because I don't think they mentioned it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when he's out there fighting whoever, like, yeah. he's fighting, you know, to as an enhancement talent. But it's just nuts that and, yeah, they were past their prime at this point, obviously. But Well, what's
0: funny know. is when you watch this match, um, Harley Race is younger than Brian Danielson is now.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> that's crazy. That is He's crazy. the same
0: age as Claudio right oh now. Oh, my God. But we're sitting here saying past his prime, past his prime, and it's just the way these guys treated their like, bodies. It's just different, right?
2: Well, I mean, yeah. you know, you drink a beer, a uh, case of beer, you know, yeah. on the way to a show, like, that'll
1: do that. His yeah, was Har- outrageous. Harley's cool, dude. You know, like, Harley, we all know, that, but like, Harley's a oh so cool God. dude. You know, and like, one you of could the argue, coolest... Pedro. I get it with John Boy saying with Pedro Morales. Like, I'm not yeah. like this Pedro Morales, but I defend him because he's Puerto Rican. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? But it's like, but it's fair. I understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get yeah. it. He's not like that dude. But, um, but Harley is so such a cool, like, badass of all dude, time. Dude, one of my, like, most,
2: like, not that I marked out, but I was just so like excited to meet that man like you know um that's a good
0: one that's a good and one and i
2: had a cool little, little interaction with him like yeah. he's like what's your name son i was like duke mr race and he's like d-u-c-k i was like no sir that's duck <laughs> so he like wrote I never like two, that it's funny he wrote like to Duke car and like bro i'm like so thankful i got to meet yeah, that dude yeah. that's like a cool that. one yeah him and terry funk like in the same like wow. five minutes like oh wow that's crazy, crazy. yeah see yeah.
0: man yeah it's a shame i like i would still love to meet guys like that i'm too little too late but they're, they're yep. you know but they're getting older man it's not there's, there's not, guys like, too you many.
2: mentioned earlier like hacksaw like mm-hmm. i met him i would love to meet him sweetheart like, sweetheart yeah like i mean that's that's a legend dude i'm yeah. sorry that guy's yeah. a legend.
0: Well, what's sad, though, is, you know, Duggan was here, and he had about two people in his line. And I look over, and the acclaimed has seven, 17 about million yeah. people. <laughs>
2: yeah. And, and
1: I'm just like, you yeah. know, it is what it it's is. the game. is well, the game. You, you, know,
2: you get to uh, get in line and meet him.
1: Dude, when He's I met Hacksaw, like... You, you you marked out for like the genius, like Gangrel yeah. had a longer line than one. Oh I my had, god, so. yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's sort of like it's just yeah. it is right. what it is, you know.
2: I, I was, right. I was always a Gangrel fan, so that was, yeah, he was, that was what cool. a nice dude, yeah. Yeah, he too, was cool. man. Like, super cool, dude. Yeah, man. so but I remember I was with you, John, when you met the genius, and he was yeah. like, mm-hmm. Were you with us, Frank? I was yeah, there. Exactly. I don't, yeah, okay. I remember
1: John, meeting he didn't him, understand. I, don't it. Think <laughs> it. I was, yeah, I don't think I was there because I didn't care. Yeah,
2: John Boy was like. Losing. I mean, look, got to meet the genius, them, bro. It's one of them things. We all <laughs> no. got
0: our guy. What's weird is like Jericho will probably perform at all in this year. He's 10 years old than Harley races here. Basically. That's fine. That's, funny, that's yeah. insane. Um, yeah, it's it's like, just nuts. You know, yeah. and I, I don't know who he's going to be facing yet. He'll be, he'll be, you think, well, sidetracked. You, uh, we'll figure it out. Later. We'll, we'll it, talk, yeah. we'll talk AEW. <laughs> um, yeah. But this match was very short. Harley race cheated to get the victory over Pedro. Yeah. Three minutes and change. You can hardly rate it because it feels yeah. unfair to, you know, bury yeah. it. But um, I'm just gonna say good seeing these 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 old lads here, especially Harley. I don't look, I don't hate Pedro. I just maybe like some people feel like you guys just say, How can Roman get this long you know reign and all that? Mm-hmm. It's like I just it's weird to see his names like Gunther just passed him as long as Intercontinental title. Uh, right? Oh wow! Because mm-hmm. Pedro's second on that list, and then he's yeah. like one of the longest WWF champions. Like that's a yeah. lot you're giving this guy, man. Yeah, it's a very decorated career, but is it justified? Mm.
1: I don't know. Some people. What you rate this one, Frank? I keep this a solid one star mm. out of five, <laughs> and I hate to disrespect the guys like that. You know what I mean? Especially after I'm defending him against you, but. You know, it is what it is. They didn't show much. Right, right. The match was in progress when it started. You know right, what exactly, I mean? Like you don't yeah. see anything. It's just it is what it Do is. Do you guys think like
2: real quick? Because we're getting to like the end of it, and like to this point, there's nine matches. Yeah. Like, just maybe shorten the card, right? That's I to see. Like that's quality. what I was thinking.
1: Because that's like the talk of the mo- the common talk nowadays. Like, the shows are too long, and I'm like, this is yeah. two hours edited. Down there's nine, ten matches. You know, it's like how long were these people actually there? You know, what well, what's it's the really...
2: recurring theme though? As as we're talking about these matches, like the grades and stuff. Oh, it was too short. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, right. Cut off Ted Arcidi <laughs> yeah, and Tony yeah, Gurria, yeah, 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 and exactly. you know, uh I don't know, Add five Slater and Madonis. I are like sharp, yeah, and like mm-hmm. you know, like I just think there's stuff you could have done have a six man have king tonga and the killer bees against morocco yeah, you know yeah. what i mean like
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. it
2: just feels very like smushed together and it was like all right you guys got three minutes go create a yeah,
1: house show about very house yeah, exactly it was very
2: much
0: a house show
1: yeah. and
2: god bless them these people packed yeah. in sixty thousand mm-hmm. strong mm-hmm. to see this
0: mess yeah well from there you know, it's 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 weird to say Harley race is like the come down before the big main event, yeah. but technically those old timers for the time were
3: yep. because
0: we go into the main event of the big event, and the the one entrance they show in its entirety almost. Oh yeah, no yeah. man. The, the seven <laughs> they were all here to see this guy.
3: Yep, the whole show was this yeah. was
0: a showcase for this yeah. man. Hulk Hogan coming out, biting his headband. You know, he's pumped up. The crowd basically becomes unglued. It's Hogan versus Orndorff, main event. The friendship kind of soiled at this point. Orndorff, I never understood, you know, when he started to become kind of like the white meat baby face. It didn't feel right to me even then, because he was so good as a heel. Like, yeah, Yeah. just such a natural... Heal, and i i've heard people say that he was a sweetheart as well so this goes back to what we were saying earlier like if he really was a legitimately like good guy in real life he had me fooled you know that was i 100
2: i 100 percent believe he was and i'll tell you that when we did the bash at the beach review recently i mentioned like it's um him and paul roma and just the the love that he showed paul roma in that <laughs> match like I felt like for sure. And then he, you know, he went on to become a trainer too in mm-hmm. WCW. So I absolutely believe that he was like a good hearted dude, you know? Mm-hmm. I think he I lived the
0: gimmick of... so much. Um, mm-hmm. Like, and it was so believable because he didn't, you know, break kayfabe or whatever you want to call it. Like, even during his Hall of Fame speech, he wouldn't let his guard down and be nice, mm-hmm. like, because Hogan was behind them and he kept kind yeah, of. Throwing... Yeah. Like he was just always on with like a lot of those like Piper, you know, like a lot of these wrestlers from that era, like they they lived the gimmick, and I yeah, I don't respect that. And there's another guy like people talk
2: nothing but love for Piper. Anybody, no. I just randomly like always Sunny um does a podcast, and um did you see the little clip with them, Frank? No because you know rowdy piper was on the show Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they just said like how much they loved him and how nice he was and like Mm. again once again though when he was on like they even mentioned he was like in character yeah but like they were like he was a great guy you know so
0: these guys man i think frank like that they they did treat it like a business and it was so real to them because it, it um provided like i said for their families and it was like it was a harder life back then i think you know you couldn't just make it anywhere you had to grind like a lot of some of these guys had jobs during the day like just like some baseball players and football players like so i think there was something to like the work ethic of these guys and that um desire and paul orndorff is a kind of unsung hero of this era like I, i don't know how you feel about him um as a as a worker in ring because I know you know his persona and character but what do you think about the action
1: you know so I have this this is my second highest rated match of the whole show um and you know it is what it is with Paul Orndorff and Hogan you know I like I like Orndor- Orndorff as a heel I think he's like super cool I thought the Mr. Wonderful stuff was super cool um but like he feels like a natural heel and he feels like he's tough and like he does all the heel stuff but like I don't I never thought I've never tuned in for like a work Raider and you know I know you guys know mm-hmm. that but like I never tuned in to watch the quality of the match I, I, it's more about tuning in to watch the personality of, of this mm-hmm. villain you know and that's what I like about him so like it, and it all worked for me in this match you know it's not this technical masterpiece but like the crowd was so into it you know and obviously they're all here for Hogan and I just thought Orndorff was really good especially at this time with Hogan I thought they had good chemistry doing this stuff back and forth in my opinion so I enjoyed uh, most of this matchup
2: and also you know the big match feel Mm -hmm. you know like you said like when hogan comes out it's bro it's like a john cena match i'm sorry but like you say what you want about cena but the energy was always there for his matches you can't Mm -hmm. deny that
0: whether good or bad that
2: energy was always there you know
0: yeah Mm -hmm. it was polarizing but hogan was yep. so loved here still oh 100%. that was yeah that was, it's
2: it's yeah, apples yeah. and oranges but just yeah, yeah. that energy you mm, know yeah. like it got you into it. we talked about right. it earlier when you watch these shows overseas like the energy that i don't even know the name was it backlash in puerto rico yes. yeah okay that is not this great ass pay-per-view no but because of that crowd it was so enjoyable
0: you know, see, this is and... what's missing today, though, I think, is because um, the way they manufactured this Roman Reigns thing, it it's like as close as I can get to feeling like a big fight. But I don't mm-hmm. deep in my heart still believe I'm seeing a big fight like like I saw a Goldberg match recently on um, I I, I forget who he was fighting. And it was a huge feel like I felt like a Tyson fight yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was one of the last guys, I think, that really. And I'm not this huge Goldberg fan, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it yeah, felt yeah. big, big fight yeah. feel. Like, I, that's missing yeah. today, you know? Like, I don't know how we can get that back or if there is someone, but.
1: There's something about, like, a, a certain feeling of, like, legitimacy that I think is missing. I can mention something right
0: now Oh, okay.
2: that you guys would eat up. Okay. Kenny Omega versus CM. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, nah. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would Really?
0: Nah, it don't have that feel. Huh it's 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 compelling but it's it's not like i'm seeing tyson it's not like i'm i'm seeing hogan it's not i don't even know the last guy in wrestling that made you feel
1: that way is it because you were a child seeing those guys though you know what i mean and it's sort of like um because i think well Kenny no ronda like even recently had that as a oh, okay not the <laughs> wwe i'm saying the <laughs> I ufc, say, the like, UFC. Well, no, i was yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah in the ufc sure yeah yeah okay in sure ufc yeah 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 um just because I feel like Kenny, like if that were to happen, Kenny Omega, CM Punk, or whatever, I think it's the biggest match in wrestling in a long time. Like it, it, by far, you couldn't get bigger. So like, yeah, we. But would, would I get? But does every as Punk I would match feel that
0: way? Is my question? because no. every Hogan yeah. match felt that way. Every Tyson match felt that way.
2: Well, we're talking. This is a generational mm-hmm. talent,
3: though. Yeah.
2: Right. I know, like, yeah. I mean, this is arguably the greatest wrestler of all time. Yeah. You know? like it's it's. I mean.
0: Like they Name, packed seventy thousand
3: sure. to see or him. They're packing yeah, yeah, yeah. eighty yeah, thousand exactly. to
2: see AEW, exactly. a- and it was yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was for Hulk Hogan, one hundred percent. Where like that's my argument now. WWE sells because it's WWE on the marquee. It's mm-hmm. not like we have to go see Cody Rhodes, and I love Cody.
0: They say like, the bloodline not. thing has really increased numbers, but could be mm-hmm. coincidental. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Like i feel like when the wwe comes to town you're going it's like oh yeah i gotta go to the Wong, logo that's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. we do you know what i mean like we're back in the day and like the wrestlers that were there with hogan will admit that they're yeah. like i wanted to be on the show that hogan was on because i know it was going to be a sellout and i was going to get more money
0: austin austin was one yeah, obviously there you go. i left him yeah out, i but... mean but these are uh, like you know, literally yeah, yeah, there's
2: yeah. probably five names in history you know what i mean so like that's just yeah it, that i don't think that exists anymore that's honestly. probably
0: over then right like the one yeah child, i one i, guy, I think so yeah
2: director. i think there's guys for sure that people want to go to the show to see because they want to do karaoke yeah you right, know right, right but like i don't think it's like this oh my it's god a, hulk hogan's coming you know i like, think
1: it's a generational thing though for sure because mm-hmm. when the era of hulk mania and hulk hogan style pro wrestling there was a bunch of old heads like us who were saying this shit is done. You know what I mean? Like this. No, thing but
2: like happen, Austin you know? did it again. You know, like people were going to see that's Austin. What, but that's
1: what I'm saying. So when yeah. you say there's never, probably never going to be another guy, it's like I think there will be, just it might not matter for us. You know what I'm saying? But Yeah, probably, I don't... I'm is not, not Roman? Ready to say... No. I don't think it's Roman, though, because I don't think you could be booed for fucking six years right. straight. You know what I'm saying? It's, Instead, it's I hard give him credit, me. but yeah, you know.
2: It's hard for me with Roman because like... You say Hogan was manufactured, but No, I said Roman was manufactured. Oh, okay. I thought you said Hogan. No, 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 Hogan was as organic as it can be. Cena, I think. Manufactured. One hundred percent manufactured. But at one point he was over. Yeah, he got himself manufactured day one. The moment he got there, they knew they wanted to crown this guy. And like, dude, honestly, like if he's not if he doesn't look like he does, he's not where he is. That's a fact, bro. Like Don't also, the Samoan how...
0: family, um, you know, sure. they got well, something you know. on Vince. Vince, I know. Yeah. Vince, sure, I know. Yeah. They
2: have to. Yeah, they have to. The it's great right. interrupter, Yokozuna, for example.
0: Yo, and they keep churning them out. There's another Uso brother. I know. Like, he just debuted. Indies, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah,
2: I saw him. Yeah, I can't. You can't wait for the three. He the did three the, uh, he's a son. He's Maga uh, son. Uh, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah he did the Samoan spider. Good for Good for their family. Yeah, absolutely. Family business. That's yep. what wrestling is really. I mean, it yeah. was, and now it kind of is still with the Simones. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we'll see a draw again like Hogan, but here he is in this match. Pollendorf. By the way, Poll back to being a heel here after the uh you know the babyface stick was using wearing the, the all white. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Love that.
1: Was using the real weird,
0: American uh but... theme song, with yeah. leading up to this as a heel heel uh, tactic, mimicking Hogan's cupping ear and stuff like that. But anyway, um the match I liked it, man. I enjoyed it, and this is what I tune in for when we watch old wrestling. Honestly, it's to see this um, I guess, like this feel. Like, this felt like big, big time WWF yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, entertainment. Like, this is what they this is why people were paying their money, and this is this did give me my money's worth, I think, for what it was. Um, you get the finish, which is unsatisfying, Frank. You can't yeah. get away with this in a zillion years nowadays
1: if you have a main you event know, like a this, main event yeah. right of a seventy thousand seater show. Crazy. Crazy to think. Real uh, quick, do you guys
2: like do you guys think that like the storyline helped this match though, you know, going into it? Like, you know, their history, they were teammates. Yeah. You know, like I Lord do of course. Or... Yeah. yeah. So like that's one thing that I think is like you can throw a bunch of, you know, matches together. And, like, that's great. Like, you can put Well Osprey and Kenny Omega all in. And that's all good. But, like, when you have, like, this story, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I think it just means so much more, you know? because It does to
0: me and you. But a lot of people, like Frank mentioned on a talk elite recently, like, they can put together the card two weeks before, probably Mm -hmm. deliver a good show, good matches, and the fans will actually be satisfied. Because, like, not every fan is really looking for that like yeah. story like sometimes they're, they don't even need not even invested yes, yes they're
1: not even sound mode the average fan isn't even as invested in pro wrestling anymore right like they were then where all the storylines were so important you know where nowadays there's dudes showing up just for the pay-per-views you know what i mean it's just like i just watched and that's kind of how i am with wwe currently you know what i mean but like that's a very common nowadays where i think for back in the day for wrestling you had to care more you know and like now it's sort of like there's so much you could just tune in and it's like going to be a fun night of entertainment mm-hmm. for people you know and it was also still being
0: presented as you know real back in the day so they yeah. wanted to get you nowadays like everybody's in on this is like a presentation yeah, yeah, so they yeah. want to see your acrobatic match and give it five stars or whatever yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they're yeah. there to see the show the match but anyway and um sing we... sing the wrestlers
1: it's true songs and it's, yeah, true. it's true that's what it they're there be for. A part of the show yeah
0: but uh we did get a little screwy finish at one point when paul orndorff you know the the quote unquote uh I wouldn't call it a dusty finish, but him parading around with that WWF Love title, yeah, yeah, yeah. he looked like a real man's champion, he, brother. He I can't like, believe he never had his hands. Well, it's Hogan era, but yeah. a lot of guys didn't have their hands on it.
1: I he mean, that, with that belt, belt.
0: I'm not huge on that belt. Me neither. It almost
2: looks like like a TV title or something. Exactly. But exactly. I did think I was like, damn, like yeah, we man, weren't winged we universe, like yeah. that's it it was funny when he was
1: grabbing the but they were grabbing i couldn't remember which belt which title was actually WCW TV title right yeah you're right no like so like i just saying like design wise like i wasn't i didn't remember which one hogan had at this moment right so i was like oh let me see what belt warndorf has and it was like i because i didn't remember him wearing the strap like that in the ring and i was just like oh it's the least memorable strap too that he also put on like unfortunately for him it looked cool on him though like it looked you really
2: know, least memorable than that green thing he had
1: good i because i remember the green at least mm. right it's sort of like i think it's i think it's a better belt than that green one for sure mm-hmm. but like i remember that green weird but but i remember different designs where this one it feels like if you told me oh that's the wcw cruiserweight belt i'd probably be like okay yeah, yeah you, go, yeah, you know what i mean like whatever yeah. but yeah yeah you know still a nice design though Compare especially if they compared, they it the hell out, out of that that's are no. wonderful looked. Ooh,
0: yeah. you look wonderful that's um sure so it was 11 minutes, DQ finish, Hogan gets the win in the main event of the big event.
1: Frank, you said it's your second favorite match of the night? Yeah, highest second highest rated, yeah, for sure. But um, you have it. I gave it 2.75. Okay. That would be like a 5.5 5 on your scale.
0: So right smack in the middle. Okay, well, we're we're right there together, actually. I'm, I'm right there with like a 5.4, 5.5. I was oh, trying go. to get it higher, but I prefer Jake and Steamboat over this mm-hmm. probably because I'm more of a fan of Jake. But the Hogan stuff, like I said, 70th birthday recently. It was cool to kind of go back in time and just it's always in the front of our minds that he was this great. But when you was well, like star power wise. You know, but when you see it again and you see like just how into how they ate up everything he did and you can't, I guess maybe you can manufacture that. I don't know. Maybe you can. No,
1: I don't think you can't. like that because they genuinely cared. You know, it's hard to make people genuinely care. You can get people to you could put the applause sign on and people will clap. You know what I mean? Like that. That'll happen. But to get that. You could pipe in crowd noise. Yeah, exactly. You know, you could do a lot of things to you know, man, manufacture reactions and stuff, but something like, like I'm not a Hogan guy, you know what I mean? And like, I love, I would love to say Austin ahead of Hogan, every day but it's like when you see these crowds and austin had it as well but it's just like hulkamania time and just how over he was and the fact that there's 60 something thousand plus and it's just for that match i was like i saw i was on a site and I looked at the old like marquee poster or whatever for like event poster for this and it's just orndorff and hogan you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and like in Mm -hmm. small letters you see snake pick match and small letters you see everything else but it's like he- they're here for Orndorff Hogan. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's so, yep. to get that many and to see the seat of reaction and the crowd being so into it, because the match is nothing special if we're being no. to- completely real. It's re- a house matched. show match. Yeah, it's a house yep. show yep. match. And it's like, and the finish is a house show finish, you know? And it's just like, but the crowd is so into it. And this is what I keep saying when people are like, not to go back to it, but like all in or whatever, like they're, the crowd is going to be so nutty. It's going to feel bigger than what the build has been. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. hope I'm hoping we forget about it the build by the time it's over and it's just some legendary night of matches or whatever the fuck. Right. But, yeah. um, yeah, but like to see Hulkamania like this, it's, it's, it's wild, you know, it is a wild thing to see.
0: Yeah. And this was, um, you know, did it live up to the name? The big event, this show, was it as promised for you? This is your first time you're setting eyes on it. So what'd you think?
1: Sure. I'll say it did. Cause it was a big <laughs> event. You know what I mean? And Hogan <laughs> was on it and it was a lot of matches. It was big. We said big 742 times on this podcast today. You know <laughs> what I mean? It was like, so it was a big event, but it's no WrestleMania type event. You know what I mean? And it's not quite that. And glorified house show with a lot of people there. But it was fun. You know, it was fun if you could like put aside that you're not going to see any quality matches really besides, you know, can you argue Jake and Steamboat? Mm-hmm. So like if you could put that aside and just wrap your head around what it is and what the time is and who these people are, I had fun with it, so.
0: Interesting. Yeah, well, I did too. I thought it was cool to go back in time and watch this. Duke, what'd you think of the event overall? And if you had to, you know, slap a rating on it, an overall rating for the show. You didn't really get in on the the match ratings this week, but what do you think about the overall rating? If you uh would you tell the fans to go out and rewatch it or seek it out? I mean, I think you should watch all old wrestling if you're a <laughs> wrestling fan. So yeah. just
2: honestly, just to, you know, educate yourself and see where it was and what it became and stuff like that so um if you're an old school wrestling fan you're gonna enjoy this i enjoyed it you know um the main event i mean i'm a big paul Orndorf guy though so i'm a little partial but yeah. i would i would grade it if i were to give it um on the hair extension scale seven mm. hair extensions being the highest i would give it like a four out of seven because i think it was enjoyable i think it did have like a four out of seven hair extensions um and you know like i said if you're an old school wrestling fan you're gonna see and like you mentioned john there are like different matchups which is kind of cool you know like the rougeos and the dream team like i would think they would be teaming together you know like i feel like the rougeos were like bad guys when the dream team were bad guys yeah so. or
0: captain lou and bobby in the same ring right. six man tag you know and
2: like any chance fun. you get to see the
0: machines <laughs> right
2: it. so i enjoyed That's it true
0: though. yep i enjoyed it too i gave it smack down the middle five and a half out of ten basically it's it's worth watching like you said Duke. you should seek out all wrestling but in the 80s the wwf obviously became the powerhouse and WrestleMania, WrestleMania 1 2 3, people go right to that. But there were those ma- those events like this one, the big event and the Wrestling Classic. Duke, you should you should definitely if you get time go back and watch the Wrestling Classic cuz I um,
2: definitely will. And that's the one with the 16 man tournament, right?
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll check that out.
0: Check that out. Um Frank, you ever seen the Wrestling Classic?
1: No, I haven't. Not that I I have to look at the card again, but I don't think I have. That's
0: actually where you'll see the explosion i think of the rock and wrestling things mm. kind of this is where it all explodes yeah. we'll have to get into that someday uh but we we, we did want to talk about the big event because we have all in coming up that's the next big stadium show we could call it there's like a lot going on the rest of this month rest of this summer or into september i guess we could even say because we do have all in the wwf is presenting payback coming up we have all out a week later there's a lot going on. I'm you guys break
2: the uh, IC title
0: record. Right, Let's go. 25 He's 25 days way. away. Is that right?
2: 25, 25 days away. He's got Chad Gable next, and that's that. Well,
1: How would you feel, McNuttie, if Gable is the guy who throws up? As much as we love oh, Gable, I,
2: mean, oh, I would love it. Would Listen, you I would love? I would. It, it does that stop Bro, the record short? I don't, I don't think you understand how much I like Chad Gable. Yeah, yeah, like I, it's kind of crazy, I mean, actually.
0: He's going to be a like, top Ga- 10 GOAT. It's funny because like Gunther, what,
2: currently? For sure.
0: No, like when we do this show 10 years from now, 10 oh, top 10 all-time no. favorites, Chad Gable. No, and he did
3: we'll be, Mr. Perfect, we'll
0: a job guy. No. <laughs> I don't know, we'll man. Be, They're they don't him.
2: care about it. Let me tell you, though, it's completely off subject, but it's wrestling, and that's what we talk about. Regal's kid, have you guys seen him? I have
1: not watched him, though. No. He
2: is cool, dude. Uh, really? Like,
1: Good. Listen, he's Regal's
2: kids, so of course, but yeah. like I do, you know, because we love these second generation guys, right? Like we always cheer for them. But I feel like he's got it, man. Check him out on NXT. NXT's brutal, but like he's cool, dude. Well, he's teaming with I got Drew a reason Black. to
0: watch uh NXT Brian Pillman debuts, so I'll be tuning in. Yeah, that's, the Jr. that's
2: a that's rumor. It's the rumor. Um,
0: they're
2: gonna call him Maxwell, or I'm not Max, God forbid. I'll call him, like, Brian Jennings or something.
1: Right. Some like weirdness. I was right just talking about how they didn't uh, – <laughs> Michael Joe, McGillicuddy. Joe Joe yeah, McGillicuddy. I was, McGillicuddy. Like, I was talking God. about that today. Um, now... Hey, I wanted to say, just point out one thing, though. I was reading about this um, big event, like, tickets. Mm-hmm. So, like, apparently, like, they may have oversold some tickets or whatever, and they had fans, like, sitting in the aisles in certain sections. Wow. But one dude who was upset, he paid – he got seventh row floor seats, and he paid twenty one dollars and forty cents for seventh row floor Holy seats crap. to the big event. Just like think about like the times, you wow. know? Like wow, Twenty one bucks got you floor seats back then. I just
2: twenty one hundred. Yeah, exactly. Wow.
1: Seventh row floor, and Jeez.
0: now I'm, and now Tony Khan's. Buying tickets to give to people—it's even cheaper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. Exactly. Um. So, what's the conversion? Twenty-one dollars eighty-six is thirty-eight dollars today. No, no, fifty-eight dollars today. So fifty-eight. So still, books. even still, it's like imagine eight, that fifty-eight yeah. bucks on the floor. Exactly. Yeah, I was basically floor for WrestleMania, and it was not. $58. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> will I be this year? Probably not. The billboards are all over Philly, by the way, Frank, all ready for, uh, really? no, already for cool. wrestling. Really?
1: Already. That's cool, I guess. But like, if it's Cody uh, Roman, I'm not going. So oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So like uh <laughs> if it's any other match, I'll see you guys there. But... Oh well, if it's Cody versus or I'm sorry, if it's Roman
0: versus J uh Uso oh, again, you're going no, that's right. over. That's
2: over. Now what do over. you mean? Jay J-
0: Uso's going it's to A. W, bro. You
3: oh, I, almost I legit said you guys saw a, a fake post. <laughs> oh, Did you see God. the post
0: today where someone was like, imagine Cody. the matches J Uso versus Omega, J Uso versus Moxley? But it was like a stop list yeah, and they were like dead serious. Stop it. It's no. The same people oh, who love like, Colt.
1: Yeah, stop that. I was going to send you a guy's like, Tony Khan just tweeted and deleted it. It was like a welcome, Jay. <laughs> <So there he laughs> he, but like I was like, I don't even want to entertain the idea. Oh, Jay Fatu. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah. his first name is.
0: Exactly. Wh- Jay Fatu. I don't even know what his real um, name is.
2: It's
1: pretty random, um, actually.
0: Yeah. So, but it's
2: safe to say he would be in the main event if he went there. Because
0: he's main event Jay.
2: He's main event Jay.
0: Worst pff, least fitting uh, moniker of any wrestler. <laughs> yeah. In- joshua joshua fatu joshua joshua fatu yeah so this was fun we'll be back with talk elite next week to get into the all-in preview um you guys got anything on the way out because there's a lot going on like i said there's a lot of wrestling are you still immersed in the wrestling world like uh are you catching up on all your wrestling it's like every day of the
1: week it's too there's too much wrestling but literally I, i'm not mad at it though because wb doesn't like grab me you know what i mean but like Even AEW, like I watch Dynamite because it's become like a ritual, like a, you know, kind of an event here at this house. So like I do watch Dynamite every week and I've been watching Collision because that's my favorite show. Um, But yeah, like not in love with Dynamite the last five, six weeks. You know what I mean? Collision, I've liked much more.
0: I asked you, do you think that they're down playing Dynamite's level of enjoyment? I know that's a weird like business model, but Collision has been better almost because they put like, um, I think the main event was the woman's match, the one week, yeah. which was uh, you know, the one hundredth to two hundredth episode. Yeah, yeah. But then they did like the best friends versus the blackpool comic club as a main event. And mm-hmm. I I didn't think that was main event worthy, but who am I? Was say? that was that on uh Dynamite?
1: That was on Dynamite?
0: That was, that was yeah, Dynamite. Yeah. Anyway, um it no, seems I, like I, I they're, think they're really... doing I just
1: think they're booking different. I think the the I think the producing of the collision show is different. They have different like ethos in mind of how they're gonna do that show and how they're going to present that show, you know, everything from the cold, like opens, you know what I mean? Like with the talent, just backstage to like, I like that. A very, a very, a, a, a... Really tight group that they're using of wrestlers, like to get over. You know, you're seeing House of Black more often. You're seeing Samoa Joe on that show. You're seeing Bullet Club Gold on that show. You know, I think they're like, I think it's a, it's by design and it's Bricky actually starts. feeling different. Bricky I wasn't convinced. Yeah. Ricky Stark's a big one. I wasn't convinced at the first few episodes that like it felt that much different from Dynamite. But now, as like they're, you know, getting their feet under them, I'm like, oh yeah, this is a totally different vibe. And you know, I'm a Dynamite guy. I love Dynamite, but I think this is more of the balance of what I do prefer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. With the dynamite flavor, right? Like, so give me a little bit more of the old school vibe and what I like it from matches and more straight wrestling, you know what I mean? Than they even on dynamite, which is crazy to think because dynamite's always been like one of the better in terms of of quantity of wrestling that you get. But I think the focus is, I think they're a little more lasered in on their focus with on collision, you know, even if it's not always all there and i know the build to these two events coming up has kind of been wobbly but take Mm. that build the necessary feeling of having a build for these shows overall i feel like that show is the more complete show than dynamite's been at least since collision started you know what i mean yeah um, they're
0: having a kevin kelly back in the booth unfortunately i heard so yeah
1: which bummed me out i thought nah, no offense to kevin kelly but i thought this it's ian Recobone, he's been doing whatever, good whatever i like his name is yeah i thought he was solid you know so it impressed me, out to me. That he's going back to ring of honor but it is what it is kevin kelly hopefully he starts getting some names right and it's, he, smooths, <laughs> he smooths it out i like collision i am i'm becoming a collision guy i find yep. you know what i mean was you know, the um
0: swerve uh, stuff on Dynamite, or no? That was on Dynamite. That was the one thing recently I did enjoy on Dynamite. I don't like know the if you guys breaking into now, when they, yeah, I thought
3: yeah, that, that was, was really good.
0: Yeah, it was I thought, it was, and I liked that A. R. Fox dude with him
1: for whatever reason. Yeah, it made I didn't A. R. Like a. R. Him Fox before. cooler. I don't like. I'm not convinced on him yet, but it made him seem at least like he has like a little like you know you ever he have like a, a little one of psycho friends yeah exactly who you're like oh wait something's not quite right with this guy he might take it too far that's how i felt with ar fox so i at least I gave him too. a little personality but
0: because swerve yeah i'm you know I, I like that segment but then they went into i think they're doing uh sting and darby versus swerve and ar fox at all in they announced at all in.
1: yeah which so is interesting a, that's a match for the crowd right to see sting like yeah like my buddy taylor they the word on the street is that they might be doing full gear in la and he's like a sting mark you know and he's like that's desperate for a sting match and it's like i hope you get one dude because like they're doing it there they're doing fan service match there with sting you know what i mean and it's like he doesn't have a lot of time like i want to see sting in a match once but we'll see yeah
0: we're gonna see how it shakes out the card at all in we'll be back next week for the east west connection we've been talking the big event one more shot for the road (laughs) east west connection We'll catch you guys next time. This has been No Soul, and that's the bottom line. Because
2: No Soul said so.